With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Talk Show for Married Men. Right here on Blog Talk Radio. We come to you every Tuesday night bringing you the best topics to help support married men and the upkeep of our marriages from a male's point of view. This show is brought to you by the Household Stress Team, and we you can visit us at our website at any time and review any of our archived shows or to see all the current events and activities that we at the Household Stress are, are involved in at this current time. Our website is www.householdstress.com. I'll say that again, www.householdstress.com. And you can go and download any topic directly, or you can come, you can go right here to and to uh, on Blog Talk Radio, and you can pull any auto clips right from Blog Talk Radio. Um, just click on the Married Men Don't Talk Show, and bam. You got over 200 plus archive shows that you can go and listen to. Um, got a couple rules. Got a couple rules. Um, rule number one: no cursing. No cursing. This is a good radio show. Uh, we just want to keep it keep it 100. But you know, you can do that without cursing. Let's hope. Um, two: respect each other's comments, and it's all right to agree to disagree. Um, for all callers that don't call, this is a call for married men or or, or men in, in total, just for all men. So women, you can hit the chat room, or you can just listen in and just hear what men have to say. Um, fortunately, we, we, uh, we're, we're trying to get the male's point of view so you can get an understanding of what we do and how we, how we roll. Right now, with that is tonight's topic is a topic that it will be difficult to deal with personally. Because why? Because it's talking about the man in the mirror. This topic tonight is talking about you. We, we're already in your doorstep. We're already in your household. Why? Because our topic this evening is the effects of my mistake. That's right. You are the my. The effects of my mistakes. Men, when you just looking back at your, you know, at yourself, or can I just say when I'm, in my perspective, when I'm looking at myself, there was many changes in my life that, that went along with, with, with the, my development and growth. But I got a question for you. When we're talking about your wife, and believe me, fellas, I've made a lot of mistakes in my marriage. I have made a ton.
tons of mistakes out of the 15 years of my marriage. But guess what? Some mistakes I did were good, and a lot of them were bad. Question to the audience is, um, have you ever made a mistake in your marriage? Nah. Uh-uh. Oh, man, come on, man. Yeah, me neither. How long? How long have y'all been married? Fourteen years and no mistakes. Fourteen years and you not have made one mistake <laughs> in your marriage. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, Man, I the lightning bolt is going to come right through this phone. That's right. Step away. Step away. Yeah. Step away from the phone. Somebody said they had. Yeah, this is. Oh, yeah? I, yeah, what's up? What's up, Tree? What's going on? Um, what's going on? Yeah, I have, like, financial mistakes, you know what I mean? Some things that she told mm-hmm. me not to, uh, not to invest in, and I did, and end up losing, you know, ten, dollars $15,000 cash, you know, but and it was because I didn't listen to her, and I thought it was a good deal, and, and it wasn't. So she was she was right, and did, but I have to hear it all the time. That's the, that's what the mistake is that, that makes the mistake on top of the mistake when you continue to badger me about my mistake. <laughs> so, so that's huge right there. Let, yeah, that's real huge because you're saying wives don't, uh, they don't let it go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. She don't. She she's gonna. She reminds me, and then when I come out and try to venture out into something different, it's like, well, remember that last time when you didn't listen to me. <laughs> what happened and how much we lost and do you know what we could have did with this and did with that. So it kind of makes me reluctant to uh, to uh, you know uh, make a move because I don't want to hear it if I do make a mistake or if we're taking a risk at something. Oh, um, so the fact that your your mistakes is that you you. You caution your own self on doing anything else because you just don't want to hear it from your wife. Right, right. Ooh, that's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. I believe that's happened to everybody. Can everybody agree with that? Do they do they have that problem that uh, they're they're very cautious if they make a mistake because they just don't want to hear it from their wife. Uh, you say cautious of, of you say cautious oh, of making mistakes. No, the the backlash, the backlash of the mistake. You know, you're gonna hear it all the time. Every time you make a mistake. So you saying pretty much like walking on eggshells. That's right. I'm like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a tough one. So you second your guess for every you second guess every decision that you make because the fear of the wife just constantly just throwing it in the back in your face if you fail. I don't know about fear, brother. I don't know about that. It's not fear. It just uh, it just you just don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? You just don't want to be pulled through saying you know day after day and time after time and seeing getting those looks like uh, here we go again with your bright ideas. You know. Mm-hmm. Sarcasm. But is there any conversation? Yeah, the sarcasm. But is there any conversation on what the idea is, or is it uh, here's well, here's what like, I'm, I'm thinking and what we do, and we just gonna roll with it? 
No, it's just an excite. Initially, it's an excitement, and seems like a good deal. I mean, it's not like it's not like every last one of them fell. It's just that one that did. That it was it was like all of them had had failed. You know, every idea that I had or came up with, it was like a failure. But I was like, well, that was only one out of fifty. You know, why are you bringing up? Why are you keep bringing up that one? Mm-hmm. Well, why do you like think? That? Why do you think women do that though? Because they can. Because they can. But I mean, in anything that you do, right? There's a risk factor with it. So sometimes mm-hmm. the risk is rewarding, and sometimes it's a failure, or it can be a partial failure. That's why I said sometimes mistakes are good and the mistakes are bad. The worst part about it, it is... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to listen to what you got to say. No, no. The worst part about it is when, you know, y'all know this situation about this townhouse, and it was her idea that her friend, you know, move in. But, uh, and I was like, no, I had been saying no for the, from the beginning. Now, fast forward up to now... I can't bring that up. It's it's almost illegal for me to bring that up that I told her not to do it, or I suggested that we should do it. But if well, it, why if not? I, if, if she I bring can bring up, up your financial, right? If I if I bring it up, it's like it's like the cookies are closed. You know, the cookie jar is closed. <laughs> so she has that extra power. Now you you bring it up. You know, she brings it up to you. You don't want to hear it, and she's gonna make you hear it. But That's if you right. do the, uh, the exact same thing, it's a totally different story. That's right. That's right. So they don't want to hear their mistakes. That's right. Now, what do you say when you, when when you say why is it that every time that you have a mistake, you don't want to hear it, but you you very quick to throw mine in my face? Have you had that conversation with her? Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. And what what was that conversation like? No, she she said, you know, it's not often, or she tried to downplay hers. This it's only one time, and you're acting like it's all the time. It's completely flipped, you know. It's it's completely like you know, uh, as if she didn't say all those times, you know, or bring it in my face all those times. So it's like, you know, kind of a quick shut down, close this door. Let's not talk about it again. I already said I'm sorry, so leave it alone. Hmm. I've been through that before where, you know, they get mad at you when you bring up something for them. And I'm right. like, you do it to me all the time. I mean, what's the problem? <laughs> no, 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 no. And then I get mad because I say, no, you go hear it. You right. go hear this. I, I'll set the one night or not get the cookie. I mean, two. But we, we got to let that. It's okay. Well, you know. Night five or six, you know, I'm, I'm hurting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to say we're sorry after the fact. But yeah. it's, it's the point of, uh, it's, it's unfair. I understand what you're saying. Because, um, like, I'll be the first to admit, yes, I'm, I am admitting something here, that I made a lot of mistakes. Even lately here in my 15 years of marriage, well, when you go to the dictionary, I, I, I want to bring this up. I want to make sure everybody knows what the word mistake means. 
Well, I went to the dictionary as always, and uh, and, and I got a couple definitions. An error in action, calculation, opinion, or judgment caused by poor reasoning, carelessness, insufficient knowledge. An error in action, calculation, opinion, or judgment caused by poor reasoning, carelessness, insufficient knowledge. That's, that's one definition. Then they had another verb in there, and it says a misunderstanding or misconception. You know, my bad. And then the third one is to understand, to interpret, or evaluate wrongly. Misunderstand or misinterpret. Let's start with that first one, poor reasoning. What does that mean to everybody on here? Judgment caused by poor reasoning. Is that because we didn't do our homework and that's why they keep throwing in our face? Well, we didn't I mean, fully evaluate the situation before we did it. In your case, let's say finances. Well, here, here's my take on it, and, and I'm just kind of joining it late. But, um, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of reasons you could make a mistake, but I don't understand what the point of throwing stuff in each other's faces does, except damage the relationship. What is the yeah, point, my point is that. Of, of throwing stuff back at, at, at your spouse? Well, the one one point is you don't want to, when when uh, I'm not going to speak for all men, I'm going to speak for me. When I bring something up and let her know that, hey, this is not the way we should have went because, you know, so on and so forth, it's because it's, it has been repeated already. So if I don't repeat it like the fourth or fifth time, it's like, uh, well, it doesn't, I mean, it's like, okay, well, water on the bridge, stop talking about it. We shouldn't be talking about this no more. So when I elaborate, as she would call it nagging, I'm elaborating and saying, you know, well, we, you said that last time, and I let it go. But here we are with the same thing again. We shouldn't be talking about this. You know, I shouldn't have to come here no more, you know, because this is like the fifth time. No, it's not five times. This is probably the second. And then you start, then when you go into proving yourself, you have to now label the time. So you remember this time when this happened. We were standing right here. I remember that time we was going here. That's time number two. We never remember that time we was in the kitchen. That's time number three. And then, you know, you don't want to go in. You, you don't want to, you know, make them think they're lying on them. So you, you have to label, you know, all these times and, and, and point them out. And then and now it's like a blown-out argument because you don't want to – you're not trying to lie. You're not trying to cause no. problems. You're trying to... Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Some okay. noise yeah, in the background, to... somebody. Yeah, you're just trying to make sure that, you know, you're, you're precise and – not nagging, but you just don't. You're just reiterating that you don't want this to happen anymore. So it's not trying to trying to start a fight or an argument. You're just really trying to make sure that you don't revisit this anymore because it's it, it could be costly. Yeah, but let's rewind a little bit. I think we're putting the the cart before the horse. Um, 
you know, just to back up a little bit, what are the effects of not even acknowledging or owning up to our mistakes? You know, well, I, mean, I think y'all are talking about, you know, yeah, I made this mistake and I apologize and I try to make it right. But on the flip side, a lot of times, you know, maybe it's us, maybe it's men in general don't even own up to the fact that they made a mistake. You know, and they and, and there's no apology, there's no remorse, you know. Um, but So what about the effects of not even acknowledging that, hey, bro, you made a mistake? You know, just say, hey, you know, I just, you know, it is what it is that, that happens. I think you said it earlier, Mr. Host, about, you know, everything we do carries some, some risk, some more than others. But what about the fact where a guy can't even acknowledge that a mistake was made? Like, how do you, what are the effects of that? Like, not even owning up to your mistake. You know, one of, one of the things, Rodney, that has really, really helped me uh, in my marriage today is something that um, that we, we learned a little while ago, um, how to fight fair. And, um, you know, most people don't know how to fight, and they end up doing damage to the relationship opposed to dealing with the issues and learning how to separate the issues from the relationship. Um, and and we actually have a contract that, that we both signed um, with rules of engagement um, because you have to learn how to fight without hurting your marriage. One of the one of the first rules is um, someone has to own up to the mistake. What I did was wrong. Hold on a second, Andrew. 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 Yeah. You got a contract that yeah. you expect her to. He telling the truth, brother. <laughs> he telling the truth. He, he brought it out. He, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it too. <laughs> but but okay. So so this a signed you know, contract. A, mm-hmm. Okay, even By though this, this contract is signed, right? Is uh, all of that? Uh, is is it is it all on the table? When I mean, does she really think about that at the heat of the moment? Let me tell you, and, and I'm gonna just tell you. Um, first of all, you don't you don't you don't make the contract in the heat of the moment. You sit down and you say, okay, what's important here? What's important here is the marriage, and we want to protect our marriage, and we don't want to, um, we don't want to have arguments to do damage to the marriage. A lot of times in an argument, because you're pissed off, you do or say things that you wish you hadn't have later. And you actually, you, no matter how much you say, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, it doesn't, it doesn't take away the words and the sting of that that can last for days, weeks, months, years later. So when we sat down and we said, we don't want to do that, we want to learn how to fight, because in every marriage you're going to disagree, okay, but we don't want, we want to protect the marriage. So let me tell you one thing that happened to me, all right? One of my pet peeves with my wife used to be, and somebody talked about doing this five and six times, I mean, just, you know, something that gets you under your skin, and one of the things, um, my wife would answer her cell phone, you know, whenever. And I would call, and it would ring and ring and ring. And then I would call again, it would ring and ring and ring. And after a while, I'm pissed off. Why don't you just answer the cell phone? Okay, now this is one of my pet peeves. Look, you know, I'll buy you any phone you want. Just answer it. I just I just want to know you're okay. And, and you know, <laughs> one day... Happened, and I don't know how many times I rang the phone and she didn't answer it. But um, finally, 
I knew she was going to her sister's house, so I called her sister. And I called her on the phone, and I was pissed. Y'all know how you work up that good mad? Well, she got on the phone, and I just laid into her. How can you not answer your damn phone? You know it was me, and you're ignoring me, blah, 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 blah. And and she's, you know, on a speakerphone, and she can't talk to me because her mother, I mean, her sister and her father are standing right there. So she hangs the phone up and says, well, you know, I'll see you when I get home. And she, she hangs up on me. And not, not only am I mad that she didn't answer the phone, now she hung up on me. I don't know if y'all have worked up a good mad where you just can't wait to tear somebody's head off when you see them. Oh, yeah. I was oh, yeah. waiting on the step for her to get home. I was pissed. I mean, really pissed <laughs> off. Okay? Now, one of the rules of engagement is that either one of us can call a timeout if we don't believe that it's going to be positive to have the conversation right there. Right, and and, Megan, and so I got a question. I mean, but isn't that just a mistake? I mean, well, yeah, haven't yeah, you that had opportunities that she's probably called you three, four times? You've been in a meeting, or you with a client, and you just can't no, answer the no, phone. No, no, no. She says she doesn't hear the phone, which is hard for me to grasp. But okay, all right. But here's what I'm trying to get to. Somebody asked me about the moment. When she walked in, I had built up a good man. I mean, a good old-fashioned man. We're going to have a knockdown, drawdown. Now, we don't physically fight, but you know what I'm talking about. Well, she walked in the door, and I was hot. And I walked over to her, and I, and I just started unleashing. She said, this is not a good time for us to have this conversation. And I said, oh, we're going to have this conversation now. <laughs> <laughs> and but she turned around and she's just she's just going about her way and she walks upstairs, she goes to her file cabinet, she pulls out a contract of the file of the of a, a, a copy of the contract that I signed, put this down here and she said, Is that your signature? Mm. Bam. Have she a, said, Are you a man of your word or not? But you said something interesting that she doesn't hear her phone. Right, and I think it's a difference in whether you're within earshot of your phone and listening for a phone call. Well, the, the issue that I was trying to make wasn't about the phone. The issue that I was trying to make was whatever whatever you guys agree to protect marriage, even in the heat of 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 upset. Um, you understand? I mean. If there aren't rules of the game and whatever you do, you can't have a successful game. If we play football and, and, and the rules of the game is if you step out of bounds, the play stops, and the guy runs out of bounds, everybody stops chasing him. Well, what if this guy runs back on the field and runs to the goal line and crosses the goal line and starts dancing around like he scored a touchdown? Everybody would look at this guy like something's wrong with you. Now, what if but the ref mistake, came over right? and said touchdown and gave him six points? You hold on, hold on, hold on. You'd have chaos. And in a marriage, if you don't have rules of how you're going to engage each other, then it's just chaos every time you have a, uh, an engagement. Yeah, okay, so, hold, on, so, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. Angie, you can't Angie, tell you that story and let us have and, 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 and not let us take a crack at it. 
Oh, you can take a crack at it. All I was saying was somebody said to me, somebody just said, how can you, you're going to tell me in the, in the heat of battle, you're just going to, you know, chill out and, 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 and agree to, you know, and, and be okay. No, I, asked, I, asked you, I asked you that question from her perspective. See, from your or from a man's perspective, we can actually just like, you know what, you got, you're right, you're right. We can back down. But mm-hmm. when a woman is upset, I, I don't. Uh, well, you know, contract or not, if she in the middle of saying something and you throw a piece of paper in her face, that paper flying all over the place. <laughs> well, that's my mm-hmm. wife. Well, you, I can only, you can only, you can speak to your wife. That's not how my wife handles things, and I've had now, to now, to her. But I, every woman I, is different, and the reason I, we do that uh, is only to protect the marriage. Yeah, I want to get back to something you said earlier, Andrew. You said that it was one of your pet peeves when you call her and she doesn't answer the phone. Correct. So if it's a pet peeve, I would think that it's probably happened more than once, twice, or three times. Somebody said five times, and that was like an under-exaggeration. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, good. We had to start around the mulberry bush about it. Okay, so, okay. Do you, do you think that so she's not answering the phone? Can I ask I'm my sorry. Go ahead, Tia. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So oh, do so you think that? Yeah. Do you think that it might be? And I'm just asking this question. Um, do you think that it might be a pet peeve of her that when she's out without you, you may call her too much? Absolutely. Or you may, or, or you may not give her her space. Absolutely. So mm. now if you both got pet peeves with the same issue. How do you resolve that? <laughs> it's funny that you say that. Now she does answer the phone. Okay. <laughs> um, but you should hear sometimes the attitude. Because, I mean, it's like this. Okay, I'll give you an example. Like, this is like maybe two weeks ago. Uh, you know where I live, Tony, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how close the CVS is right there by the Wawa? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, just past the chair. About five, okay. six, seven minutes ago. Yes. yes. Okay. You know, this is this may be. I mean, if it took you, if it took you ten minutes from my house, man, you are crawling. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she says I got to run to the CVS. All right. Um. You know, she got to pick this up. Well, you know, an hour goes by and she's not home. Now, see, I'm concerned. Okay. So I call. Hey. You know. Everything all right? Jeez, I just went out to the CVS. I'm like, yeah, but it's been an hour, you know. <laughs> you know? Mm. She could have called you. She, she could have called phone. And then I said, well, why? So I said, well, why? She says, why you got to call me like that? I was like, you know, I just thought you run to the CVS. Doesn't take an hour, you know. She said, I said, I'm just concerned. You know, I don't care where you go. How long you stay, it's okay. But I'm concerned. She's like... She's like, well, you shouldn't be. And I'm like, well, how long should you be gone before I'm concerned? She's maybe two or three hours. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so when, yeah, that, yeah. I see, I see what's okay. going on. I see what's going on. Hey, hey, Andrew. So, yeah. so was there? So the question I have is, did, did you say, you know what, my mistake? I was just concerned. I didn't know that you were going to go and, and see the sales that's in CVS and stay in there that's all day. That's exactly right. And all I said was. Hey, you know, you stay out as long as you want. I'm just concerned. I wasn't trying to, you know. Hey, you hey, 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 Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Can I can I give you a, a, a tip and a piece of advice? Sure. 
on this, and I know you've already got a resolve, but I just want to give you a different approach. Just just do for thirty days. Just just do starting the day if you can do this. You don't, you know, you try it if you want to. This is totally up to you. Just do for thirty days. You don't call her at all. You don't call her at all. And then when you go out and when she calls you, you don't answer. <laughs> and do it, and you don't in trouble. And, and, and you know. No, 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 because she needs to identify. She has a problem identifying with why you calling, and she's interpreting it as mistrust or over jealous or whatever. So you need to just turn it off and be like, okay, you know, thirty days, hell with it. I ain't gonna call you. <laughs> How do you that would go over? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you know your wife better than I do. Hey, I mean, the first fifteen days she might be like, "This is great," like you know, to Tony's yeah, point. But, but the moment, but the moment she call you, hey, don't answer. Mm. <laughs> don't now, that brother's talking about a different "No Thank You, Ma'am" campaign. Wow, no doubt, no doubt, <laughs> no, no doubt at all. <laughs> yeah, I think and then, I, I, think I might be Tony's office after thirty days. <laughs> Have that adult conversation with her, bring the contract to the table, and say, now, uh, how about this? I won't call you as much, but when I do call, you answer, and you see you see how it feels when you call me. If she real, she'll be she'll be right, and she'll admit to you. A lot of women, they will lie so much. Even when you prove them wrong, they have a problem admitting it. <laughs> so they don't want to admit it. So you got to be like, look, you could, I had to tell her, I got to tell my wife, put your big girl panties on, let's have an adult conversation. <laughs> and in, in the fall, and in fall of this year, Ike will be coming out with the book. Name of the book, Ike is? Women Lie. Women, Women Lie. lie. <laughs> Women Lie. Hey, this is fun, fellas. It's 10 o'clock. We usually start the show right now at 9.30, but it's still a monkey rich. So I, I want to get this in. At ten o'clock, I'm gonna hit you with a heavy. All right, news right now. So, here's another question for you, Harp. Have you ever known a man? Have you done this yourself? And uh, thought you was texting a woman and, and text your wife. Say again, you're breaking up. Say that whole By question mistake. again. Say okay, that again. I said. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Have you, do you know of a person, has mistakenly texted their wife when they were texting another? I mean, we define another woman. Right. Um, like another woman. Um, like a woman on the side, <laughs> like, like he has something going on, or he's just texting... You know, uh, you know, acquaintance, a friend, or, or you know, what? It could be acquaintance, a friend, anything, because um, you know, facts can be taken out of context. It could have been something simple, and you couldn't get it back in time, pull it back in time, and your wife is like, "Me, I don't know what you're talking about," and you say, "Well, I'm texting you, I was texting somebody else." Yeah, I think that that's almost like back in the day, you know, you calling the wrong woman's name. That's mm-hmm. a problem. Yep. A lot of men 
Uh, now, because it's 10 o'clock, I grown folk hour. What is your mistress? Yeah, Mr. Ho, she's breaking up bad, sir. Okay, hold on. I'll make the adjustment. Am I breaking up now? No, you good now. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, if you're texting your mistress and you accidentally text your wife. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a problem. That's a very big problem. Something that's happening in the news right now. There's a governor. <laughs> Talk about it. There's a governor it. <laughs> here in uh, the state of New York and a couple of y'all's home state that, uh, you know, he, he, he did sexting, and he was, he was uh, um, taking pictures of his penis and passing it around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he came out and said, I made a mistake. Mm. Hey, Is it a mistake if you keep doing it? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. But look at the difference. That's the question is... I'm asking. That's the question I'm asking. He he came out and he wanted sympathy because he made a mistake. And we all make mistakes. But why is it uh, that he continue to make the same mistakes? Well, I think he has a problem. Is it, is it really a mistake if you keep doing the same thing over and over again? Exactly. Now it's the choice. You know what the result's going to be. You just upset you got caught. That was the yeah. mistake. You were too dumb to cover your tracks. Well, he thought he did cover his tracks with the alias. You know, he had well, a, he I, didn't I go read, under his name. You know, this it. time. What was what was the actual what was the deal with it? I didn't read I didn't read the details. I just saw he was you know skewing some wieners again or something. Yeah, I mean, he was doing the same thing, but this time he had a an alias that he was using. It. You know, he was tweeting under a different handle, oh, so it's Lord. not to be suspected. So I mean, that was the only difference. I mean, he was out, doing the same thing. Hmm? So he already had a picture of his shank out there, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he had to send it to this new lady, or ladies, excuse me, plural. Right. I mean... First of all, does that really turn a woman on? Because when I was out there, that was a, it was a different kind of woman. You ain't just going to take a picture of Johnson and send it to her. But, Andrew, what did you say earlier? Different different strokes? I mean, different women like different things. I mean, obviously, it was tweeting with these young ladies, and uh, they liked it, the sexting chat and all that stuff. I know, you know, but that don't work for my wife, you know, but some women it does. Okay. I guess I just ran with a different crowd. <laughs> I mean, if I did that to a woman, she'd slap me. Right, but there are women who, you know, they like that. So, and these are young women. I mean, these, you know, just out of college or in in grad school or whatever. I mean, these young ladies, so it's different. You know, different times, different generations. So, but I think, you know, going back to what the host said about the, you know, he came out and said, I made a mistake. If you compare what he did, compared to what uh, Bill Clinton did. I don't think Bill Clinton ever admitted that he, he did anything wrong, did he? Depends what the word is means. Exactly. So it's this guy, I mean, look at, you know, frame it up. This guy came out and said, just like the host said, I made a mistake, you know, please forgive me, you know, I made a mistake. 
Whereas on the flip side, Bill Clinton never came out and was like, I made a mistake. He was like, y'all lying, you know, this is, you know, shenanigans, this is scandal, scandalous stuff. But he never came out like this guy said and said, you know what, I made a mistake. I would like for y'all to forgive me. So you got two totally different approaches going back to what I said earlier about not even acknowledging and owning up to your mistakes. Yeah, but he didn't have sex with that woman. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, one right. man was a pervert and one man was a pimp. There's a difference. Exactly. <laughs> and and you had to come home with the Hillary, man. Could you blame the brother? What do you mean, was? <laughs> well, probably still. Yeah, yeah, coming yeah, home yeah. to Hillary every night. Huh? But imagine coming, coming home to Hillary every night. Yeah, he don't come home. He ain't coming home to that. They no, probably uh-huh. live separate lives. And man, no she has aged horribly. Have you seen her lately? Oh, yeah, everybody's seen her. Everybody's seen her. Everybody's seen her. But listen, but listen, fellas, I mean, uh, Andrew said something profound. After a while, when does a mistake become an actual problem? When is it not a mistake anymore? But you really just have I think once problem. you know what the result's going to be and you choose to keep doing it, then it's no longer a mistake. Now it's a choice, and you just have decided you're just going to you know, deal with the consequences. I mean, so, you know. In our daily lives, when, how many mistakes are now just choices? Uh, I'm assuming if, if you're a gambler and you choose to take the family's money and go gambling it away, that's not a mistake anymore, right? That's my point exactly. Okay, when you you know if you if you do something and you and you know what the you know you've done this before so you know what the result's going to be. I mean, what's the definition of insanity? You know, and and you keep doing that same thing. I mean, if you want tomatoes and you keep planting corn, I mean, you know, how how, how many how many rows of corn do you have to have before you realize this ain't a mistake? That's a choice. So when does a mistake, when it comes to cheating and adultery, when does that well, become a problem? You know, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't, I really don't think uh, adultery is a mistake. I think it's a choice uh, and, a, and a bad choice. Well, men flirt. They go crazy at work. And, and Say that then, one more time. Crazy calls his bluff, and then you know he goes on and he has to do it. Was it a mistake when he when he was flirting? Oh yeah. Or was it a, when he jumped in the bed with the lady? Where was the well, mistake? Well, it was a series of bad choices. I don't know if it was a mistake. I think it was a series of bad choices, all the way down the line. You know, I mean. It, it, you know, it started in his mind, and he decided, well, you know, I think I can play with this. But, but I'll tell you one thing. You play with fire, you're going to get burnt. Mm-hmm. And that's why you got to be smart beforehand and make a decision. I'm not going to play those games. I'm not going to flirt. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. See, I thought I can control that. I found that I can't. You know, and in and, and the kind of situation you talk about, I've been down that road. And now, you know, I don't play that game. Because you know what? It only leads to heartache. 
but I'm not going down that road. I don't have to make a choice of whether I'm going to, you know, you know, whether I'm going to jump in a stack with her because I'm not going down that road. And that's because of the long, hard lesson, expensive lesson I had to learn. But how long was that long lesson? Say that again. I said, how long was that um, expensive lesson? Was it after you, after the divorce or after? Um, oh yeah, it was years of hell, and then finally divorced, and and it, it's just not worth it. I mean, the result of it isn't worth it. There ain't no snatch in the world worth worth destroying your family over. Now that wasn't what, I, what 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 my plan was, but that was the result of my action. There were a lot of other things happen. I'm not saying that, but that you know those choices. Of course, that was a mistake, but those were choices. You know, now if I went down that same avenue again, I haven't learned anything. Mm. You know, so that's why you hear me talk so much about protecting my marriage now, because there was lots of things that were done. One of the things I heard somebody talking about, you know, throwing stuff up from the past. I mean, that was that was my ex-wife's favorite thing to do, which you did five years ago. And and those things are death nails to a relationship. So, Andrew, would you say, going back to what you said, um, would you say your first marriage was a mistake or not? A marriage? Yes. I was young and dumb. <laughs> I didn't know what marriage was. Yeah, so that's what I'm I don't know if it was a mistake. I think it was just... Um, I wasn't I wasn't educated to what what marriage was. I no, wasn't educated to what love was to me. Sex was love, and and you know after after a while you having sex with a woman, she starts putting the press on you to marry her. But how do you get educated in marriage when you, no, nobody got it right? So it's like you can only, the only education you got is your your own or your history because you're not going to listen to nobody else's history. You're just going to Go off your own experience. So how do you get that's, that's actually the way most people do, but that's not how we do in almost every other area of our life. That's not an intelligent uh, way to do it, although most of us do it that way. Okay, so, but any other area of our life that's important, we get training. Okay, so you you made the statement you're not you wasn't educated in your first marriage. I don't think nobody on this phone. I think. Education is happening daily. I mean, I know it is in my marriage, and I, this is my second go around seven years in. So, and I'm still being educated in my marriage as you know days go by, what not to do and what I can do, or what is you know appropriate to do. But what we're what we're doing here tonight is education. You have to understand. You know, you can learn. There's two ways you can learn. You can learn by experience, or you can learn by wisdom. Experience yep. says, hey, I go out, I fall down, I break my face, I learn not to do that again. Wisdom says, hey, I watched Andrew go out, fall down, break his face. I don't have to do it to figure that out. I, I learn from his wisdom. What we get on this phone Tuesday nights is we give wisdom so the, the, the next guy through doesn't have to do it. Now, I'm not saying he'll choose to learn, learn from our mistakes or what we've been through, but that's what this whole call is about. Mm. Right, but you just made the statement. I was only referring to the statement you made is, I wasn't educated in my marriage. I wasn't. I wasn't educated in what marriage was. 
I wasn't educated in what a husband's role was. I wasn't educated in any of that. But you put a man on here that's thinking about getting married. This is the best thing he could ever do. No, or you can get a man on here like you. You can get a man on here like CJ that say, "Look, man, all y'all look uh, uh, crackheads, man. I'm gonna get sex every night." That's and that's cool, but you know what? He's gonna find out that we're right. not crackheads. He's gonna right. find out. <laughs> he's looked at the at the wisdom of others and said, "I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna do this." Okay. Right. Yep. You know, yep. I had my daughter tell me, "Hey, you know, I understand what you're doing, but you know what? I gotta make my own mistakes to figure it out." That's about the dumbest thing you could say, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you'll figure it out. You know, but the best way to learn is, is from the wisdom of others. We don't have to go reinvent the wheel every time. Imagine if medicine was done that way. <laughs> if we didn't learn from the mistakes of the past, <laughs> we'd still be treating people with leeches. Mm. Isn't that how we grew up, though? I mean, we grew up doing the same mistakes. That we were told not to do. Yep. Parents have been there and done that, right. and I'm trying to teach you not to do it, but you do it anyway. And you know what? If we mature and still have that attitude, what's that say about us? Mm. I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying my 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 concern not not really a concern, but when everybody get married or anybody get married, there is a learning and growing process from day one. So, you know, you got morals or you got baselines that you don't cross. And being educated, you know, I mean, my moral and my baseline, hey, I ain't cheating on you regardless of what happened. You know, okay, that that happened, but, you know, it it didn't on the other end, so we got divorced. But it wasn't because of lack of education or lack of will. It was just one of us broke that code of, you know, violating or going outside of the marriage. But, you know, and just like in most marriages, that's the one that you can't, that's the hurdle that is hard to get over when you violate the, the marriage bed, you know, and going outside of your marriage bed. But all this arguing and fussing and fighting, those are growing pains, and that's the education behind a marriage. So well, I don't you know. Yeah. One of the things you talked about was you just come up with different morals or different, you know, you're, these are your morals and these are, you know, one of the things that's so key is is to sit down before you get married, hopefully with a third party, um, so you can you can have somebody that understands a little bit more about marriage than two people that that haven't been, ma- been married, and and go through the pitfalls and and start to to examine um, what the quote unquote deal breakers are. Like you said, hey, for a deal breaker for me is hey, if you sleep with another dude, it's it. Okay, so this is your deal breaker. Okay, are there any others or you know, yeah, well, you know what, if you empty the bank account and go do this, we got a problem. So you get those things on the table beforehand and you start to learn. And if you can learn by wisdom of other people, uh, uh, you know, just like this call is doing, then you can you have a better shot because you're going to learn all the way through. It's not like you learn it all and then you get married. I mean, you know, you're going to hopefully grow and learn, and, and as you as you grow, you're going to change. I mean, nobody's – if you're still the same at 50 as you were at 20 – Man, you really got a problem. Yeah, but let, let me let me just step back a minute. I don't want to get so far afield here and talk about you know stepping out and infidelity. Um, just going back to something you said, Andrew, Andrew, about what we do here on Tuesday nights, and I want to ask the question, and I guess it's a monkey wrench, 
brought to you by HouseholdStress.com. But I want to ask the question, what are the effects of a man not even showing up on Tuesday nights on what we do here? What, what are the effects of that? Because stepping out, like, if you step out of your marriage, it's not something that happens overnight. It's not something that you just, you know, wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to cheat on my wife. It starts with a, you know, maybe a little flirtation, emotional affair. Next thing you're at the hotel, so it's a gradual process. So, you know, rewinding before you end up in the hotel room, and as the host opened it up with, you know, after you, you know, clean yourself off and you, you, you're looking in the mirror at yourself, you know, after you bust that nut, you know. But rewind a bit. What are the effects of not even showing up here or not getting any further education or training? On marriage, what are the effects of just just not even trying to learn more about how to do this marriage thing right? Well, I, I know for me, um, I don't know about a month ago, my wife came to me, and I've been busy and all kind of stuff, and hadn't been getting on the call, and she said to me, um, "How come you don't get on the, the men's call anymore?" And I didn't say anything to her. I just said, well, you know, I've been busy and this and that. But I started to think about, why would she say that to me? You know, and and maybe she realizes, maybe I'm slipping in some areas. Maybe I need some other brothers that I can hear what they're dealing with so I go through and deal with things differently. I don't. I still don't know what she saw, but it made me take a step back and go, you know what, I don't have all the answers. I need to hear Rodney and Tony and, and P-Town and, and all the other brothers because when you start thinking you got all the answers, that's when you that's when you really lose it. You know, but I, I'm hoping that by some of the dumb choices I've made, somebody that's sitting in that in that you know restaurant you know for lunch and that little waitress is winking at him. I'm hoping that one of these guys will hear something that I say and tell the pain that I had to go through. They go, look, I don't think I'm going to go down that route. Okay? I don't think I'm going to, you know, take it to that next step because flirting is is really a dangerous game to play, and I've heard brothers that have lost it all because of it. That's what I'm hoping. That's good words. Good words. That's good words, fellas. Now, I got this big question of the evening. Are we making mistakes in marriage when we tell our wives the truth all the time? Who does that? I don't know. There may be a guy here that tells his wife the truth all the time. But the question is, are we? Is it a mistake to do it? Well, I mean, really, it's really telling the truth all the time. All when the time. That, when that when that fat ass woman walked by and your wife said, "What you doing?" <laughs> all the time. I was just praising God. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe you were. Maybe you, you know, were. if you if you, yeah, I'm not saying you got to lie, but I mean, there's things that go through our minds that we just don't need to discuss with our wives. Mm-hmm. 
And you know if if you know if you're leaving stuff out, you're not being truthful. She can't handle the truth. No. <laughs> Jody was fat. Well, I got to bring that up. Can't handle the truth. <laughs> Tony, can you imagine that conversation? You know what I mean? I mean, like, yeah. I mean, why are you looking at where I'm looking at? Why are you over here looking at what I'm looking at? That's how that conversation's yes. gonna go. How do you know what where I'm looking at? How do you know? Really? I think. Oh, I mean, let's let's be honest. If you told your wife, hey, you know what? Pay the bill this month, now you know you forgot to do it that time. You pay the mortgage, so you say, yeah. You know what you need the room, you got to go run and, and pay the bill because you forgot to do it. Is that a mistake not to tell her that no, you just didn't pay the bill and you get to it later? Well, it's a lie, though. That's a I mean, lie. you know, we, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's a flat-out lie, and you can get caught because you know everything now is automated. Yeah, right about, oh, you. man, I'm so glad you reminded me. Oh, I'm old. I forget stuff. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. That's a better yeah. way to handle that. That's a better way to handle that. My bad. My bad always works. Yeah, but um, do we ever do that? Do what? I mean, after 15 years, I I, I started doing that now, but at the beginning I did and then it would start an argument. Why you didn't pay? You're always late. You know, you everything else is more important. And it's like what Dan said earlier. You just get sick of tired of hearing that. Yeah. Well, I, I had to make all these mistakes in my previous marriage, you know, to know that there's certain things that you that just you don't want to do. And because I learned that before, um, our marriage doesn't have the scars of, of, of me doing those things now. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, even though somebody does something, you know, you know, there's no such thing as forgive and forget. You never forget. You know, you, you forgive and remember. It doesn't mean you have to throw it in somebody's face, but you're always going to remember. Yeah. You know? No and, doubt. If you you know if you if you you know cut yourself and it's bad enough you're going to get a scar now sooner or later it'll heal you know and it won't hurt but you can look down at that arm or that knee and go yeah I remember what happened although there's no pain associated because it's healed and the same thing happens with with situations in the marriage the the bigger the wound the marriage takes the more healing has to take place but through forgiveness. The healing can happen, even even the worst case scenario of infidelity, or if you can think of something worse than that, I don't know. Uh, but you know, forgiveness can happen. You know, uh, but you never forget. Right. That's that's true. That's true. So, is it a mistake? Is it a mistake that our communication? Is more with our wife using technology than talking with her face to face. Most of your conversations with your wife uh, by either by Twitter, Facebook, or by 
type in text on a daily basis? I think that's a huge one. Yeah, I think that's a huge one right there because you need to have that. And and there are some circumstances, and I think, like, even you, Mr. Host, you couldn't talk to your wife every day based on your job situation um, in the last year or so. I mean, you couldn't pick up the phone and say, hey, baby, you know, what's going on? Y'all probably communicated a lot via text, right? Yeah, yeah. Like during the day and or stuff, and a little stuff. Crowd. Yeah, exactly. But now that you're back home, and granted, y'all still got stuff going on, but you probably talk to her more. You know, um, well, I would hope that you probably, you know, left the text in a, a little bit behind. You still utilize it, but not as much as when, you know, you weren't physically here. You know, all the time. You know what I mean? Is, is am, am I in the right ballpark or no? You dead on. You're in my house right now. <laughs> Can I get a drink? I want give me some lemonade. If you you, got right, you got said that because tonight, for the first time in I don't know how long, um, my wife and I went for a walk, mm. and we've been real busy. Although we've been around each other, we just haven't had that. You know, just talk one-on-one. We went for a walk, maybe a mile, mile and a half, two miles, whatever it was. But I just missed that because we can get so busy in our lives, even when we see each other or around each other, that we don't really take that time to really just communicate, you know, like like when we were dating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's something I definitely, you know, decided i got to put back in the calendar. Because the text can be nice, but you know the you know the the, the hello you know thing. But but to really spend real time with our wives, I mean, I think that's really that that's that's something that I definitely have to get on. I've been dropping the ball. And I'm glad you said that, Andrew, because you know I've I've got three little kids, and you know, like you said, I mean, we're around each other. You know, the kids are around, but I know specifically when we do get date night, you know, as the host was alluding to there, when we do get date night, I make it a point where I don't touch my phone. And literally, you know, uh, social media updates, you know, whatever it is, only thing, if somebody calls, you know, I'll tell them, I'll call you back, but literally, I make a to not touch my phone, and I check to see if I get a text message or something. Those are, you know, kind of on a, you know, usually they're emergency stuff, like somebody needs something right away. But the emails, the the Facebook updates, you know, I don't I don't pay attention to those when I'm specifically when I'm out, you know, with my wife because, you know, I don't that time is precious. You know, just like you're saying, you're taking a walk, you know, with your with your wife. You know, I, I can't do that. You know, right, with three kids. You know, we, if me and her take a walk, we got three kids around <laughs> us. So we might, we, we take like a family bike ride or something like that. But just getting out, you know, of the house and just taking a little walk around the neighborhood is just not in the cards, you know, for me, you know, at this stage in my life. But, you know, there are times, like you said, when, you know, maybe it's not a walk, but it's date night where I do specifically, you know, I try to give her my undivided attention because, you know, the, the host was talking about, you know, technology and everything. And it's really a distraction, and especially with our wives. And, you know, I, I may not be as courteous to other people. and uh, But with her, date night, I, I put the phone away. 
it's not that important. I'll get to it later on. Good words. Anybody good else? Words. Good, good. Um, well, here it is. Here's here's a tough one. I don't know if everybody on the phone call today tonight has ran through this problem, but they may know somebody who has. Um, but is it a mistake to allow your wife to make what I call um, executive decisions? Or the family, mm. and and also the direction of the family. Can you define? No, it's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. <laughs> uh oh. Go ahead, Mister yeah, T. Yeah, all. <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's a mistake. Um, because sometimes she's gonna have to make the decision, and sometimes you're gonna be like, "Well, can't you make that decision?" You know what I mean? I mean, that's who you married. You married someone who is capable of making a a household decision or, you know, financial decision or decision with the kids. What's an executive decision? I'm talking about that executive decision. I'm talking about where we, where there's a guy on the phone who used to say, because I said so. I'm laying the law down and this is what it is. So are we not doing that? I'm lost a little bit. Executive decision or you saying I'm because I said so. I think it as an executive decision. This is the way we're going to how our family is go. Here's the direction we're going to go, and this is the route we're going to take because executive decision has been made. If you like it or not, fine. I mean, are you talking about something as serious as we're re- relocating from one state to another? Or are you talking about we're going to McDonald's instead of Burger King? <laughs> I'm talking about like we move from one state to another. Oh no! Heck to the no, man. Uh, I don't live in a house like that. I mean, but there is some wives may, I don't know if anybody has this case, but where the wife said, well, they the house. So she well, I mean, that's like, I think that's like your case, Mr. Host. You know, again, going back to your situation when you weren't there, I'm sure your wife was put in some situations where, you were unavailable, and she had to make the executive decision. I mean, am I right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or she made a she made a phone call and said, "Here's what I got to do." Say, go ahead. And with that phone with that phone call, did you ever say, "Look, baby, I'm I'm busy right now. You need to handle it. Go ahead, and make the decision." Did you ever not make there, the decision? There was probably one you know, for her. Handle your business. Yes, it was. But then executive decision, I told my wife she had to quit her job. Mm, that's strong. Because even though she's been at a job for uh, over, you know, 15 plus, 20, whatever the, the years was, it was stressing to the family. And I said, we're not having this anymore. And it was one of the best decisions that I made for my wife. She would not have made that decision. Well, what if she made that decision for you? Huh? What if she made that decision for you? Would that have flown okay? Um. Yeah. Because in the ultimate goals, I'm the head of household. So if I'm telling we're going to be fine, 
I'm I'm hoping that you know what you you my man say we gonna be fine. You say quit. I'm rolling. Let's go. No, what if she said to you, you quit your job. I'm making this decision. I don't know. I think <laughs> if we have a, you may have a conversation like you had. We're gonna we're gonna have to have it out and maybe have to pull out that contract because somebody might be upset. But I mean, it happens, right? Well, see, I can't. You know, when when you come to executive decision. First of all, an executive decision is not made in a vacuum. Okay, if you are the, if you are, let's just say the the top executive in the company, the buck stops here. But you have advisors that you listen to. Right. You're going to take the information. You may task them with getting you information, and you sit down and you talk about it. But at the at the end of the day, the buck stops here. You make the decisions, mm-hmm. even if. Even if the people that are subordinate to you don't agree with it, somebody has to be tasked with the, with making that decision. And I believe that that's what what the head of household is tasked with, and that's the responsibility that goes along with that. Yes. And I can't imagine I, I, a woman being in that place in my life. When there's a man in a household, let's make sure. Right. I, I can't. I can't. That would be hard for me to deal with. Now, although my wife's opinion is very important to me, and I take that into account, but at the end of the day, I'm responsible for this family. Can I give an example? Can I, can I bring an example in? I'm going to use uh, President Obama. You know, uh, he met a woman at a law firm, that was already making over two hundred plus thousand a year as an actor. He ends up with this woman. Now here's a guy who's first in his class, he can go to New York, he can go anywhere and guarantee jump in front of her and make more money than both of them can ever have. And he decides to take a different route. Now he decides to go for custom. What do you think that conversation was like when he went to the to his wife, Mrs. Obama, and said, "Listen, baby, I know you make all this money, but I'm gonna use my degree and I'm gonna go help out the inner city folks, and then I'm gonna go and 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 run for Congress." How do you think that conversation was going? You think she says you're the man of this house? I didn't do it. Do you think if she would have said I'm crazy and he would have accepted her direction, that's you know, it's not for you, he would be where he is right now? But yeah, well, that actually, that actually happened to me um, because I, I still have aspirations of being president of the United States. Um, but no, you got I'm my vote, brother. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I mean, that happened to me, and I, y'all have heard this story many times. But I'll, I'll share it briefly, um, you know, for the folks who haven't heard it. But I had a I had a situation where I had two job opportunities on the table, and the job opportunity that I want, that I was seeking after, you know, uh, my wife using her, I mean, her, her her wisdom and discernment, she said that's not the job for you. 
and I, you know, I heard her, and I was like, like T-Hawk says all the time, I hear you, but no, you know. So, <laughs> but I, I heard what she was saying, but I was, I was absolutely, I said, nope, you know, this is the route I need to go. Forget what she's saying. And long story short, uh, the job that I wanted, that I interviewed for, that I aligned, I thought I lined myself up for. You know, they gave it to someone that was less qualified than me. And the second job opportunity, uh, you know, I uh, they they you know offered me the position, and I'm still in the role today. And the role that I was seeking after um, had. It was it was eliminated once or twice, depends on who's counting. You know that position is 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 so changed from from when I wanted. You know, I was seeking after that position, and it not to mention that it didn't come with stock options, didn't come with a, a major uh, pay increase. I don't know what I was thinking, you know. Cause, but my wife and her discernment, she was like, "You need to go for that job," and I didn't I, I didn't really receive that. But she was right the whole time. And now I look back, and that was seven years ago, how from day one, from, you know, when I presented the options, she was like, Rodney, this is the job for you, not that one. And I was I was totally in opposition to that. So I didn't listen to my wife. And thankfully it worked out where I didn't have two job offers on the table. That never happened. I got one job offer. And it was the one that she had already had some discernment and wisdom and spoke into. So, it, but it was if if I would have. But here's the thing: if I was given both job offers, I would have taken the one that 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 she didn't uh, approve of. So I would have made. I'll be on here tonight talking about I made a mistake, brethren. <laughs> <laughs> But thankfully, going back to your question, Mr. Holt, my wife saved me from some, from a mistake. She prevented me from making that, a mistake. Because yeah. one of the mistakes I made in my previous marriage was I did not listen to um, the discernment of my wife. And what I realize now is she brings a lot to the table. She sees things in a way that I don't. And when she says something different, I sit back and listen and go, okay, Lord, you know, are you trying to tell me something? And I didn't do that before. I just pulled those. I was the man. I'm going to make the choice. Yeah, I hate mm-hmm. that. That's my question. Is it, uh, is it a mistake when you want to, when your wife makes you accountable? Oh. Is it a mistake on your part or her part? Hey, when when um we had the conversation earlier about when when wives uh in like a broker you know some things we've done in the past, but isn't that also making us accountable for any mistakes that happen in the future, not to make the same mistakes because this is what happened in the past. So if our wives yeah. don't make us accountable for all the decisions we make, and are we are, are we uh. Are we hurting the family when we do that? I yeah, think there's I a wanna... difference between making us accountable um, and dealing with an issue and looking at it from all sides. Um, people that are just, you know, nagging what you did, what you did, what you did, isn't making you accountable, and it usually doesn't work so well. 
Yeah, and I want to go and, and, and rearrange a question to Mr. Host because I think it's a mistake when women don't hold men accountable. Like, I, I know, you know, I, I do a, I've got three kids, three little kids, and the only thing I don't do for them, I don't do my daughter's hair. But other than that, you know, they, if circumstances allow, I take all three of them with me uh, whenever I step out of the house. I put them to bed, I read them a story, I can cook for them, I can wash their clothes. There's nothing that I can't do for them but my two daughters here. My son, you know, I take him to the barbershop. He's just one. But, you know, literally I think that women make the mistake of enabling men to be disengaged, you know, when it comes to uh, rearing the kids or household chores. I think they make the mistake of not getting, not you know, to your point, not holding us accountable. Because we are capable and able, but women don't, you know, a lot of times they either don't give us the chance or, you know, they don't give us the opportunity or it's not, since it, since it won't be done their way, then they won't even allow us to, to take part in the child ring or the, the household chores or whatever the, the mistake is. So, But I think women make the mistake of not holding, you know, the men in their lives accountable. I think that's a huge mistake. Okay. Yeah. Anybody want to elaborate? Anybody else? Anybody else? Well, listen to this. So what happens to our family when when we do make mistakes? Wait, wait. Can I answer that question you just asked before? Yeah. It just dawned on me that that's what my wife was doing when when she asked me why I wasn't participating in the call anymore. She knew that that I was I needed to be held accountable, you know, uh, for being the man of the house. And there's no better way than to have a man hold hold your feet to the fire. Wow. Well, <laughs> mm. would she when she asked you to about household stress? I mean, this may have just been my wife because she asked me about a long time ago when I wasn't calling uh, on the regular. Uh, she saw some inefficiencies at home that she she didn't see after I got off the phone call. Uh, right. Is it is it was it because that she saw you not doing some things that you were supposed to do, or she saw a difference in your behavior after you got off the phone call, or uh, or is it was it because you're like okay, just get out of my hair for a little while? And I, I think it was more phone. that she saw deficiencies that I wasn't. I wasn't conscious of that when it's on my mind and I'm you know and I participate I'm I'm saying I need to be more conscious of the of my responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And I you know I really think it was really that and and when I you know when I hear other brothers talk about where they are and what they've done and uh, I heard the guy talk about yeah <laughs> Is without a call, you know, I've been thinking about that. <laughs> you know, I mean, it might have sounded a little silly, but I don't have a way to her for her to really get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't know if I'm going to do that or not, but, it, you know, it's a thought. I never would have had that. You know, it's yeah. not that I'm trying to control her. You, you understand what I'm saying? I mean, and, and I think it was that she saw that I was I was doing things more from 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 my pride instead of taking a step back 
and realizing that I have a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm the man and I do it the way I'm going to do it. And I think I think that's really what what the best thing of this call is is that men can really realize, you know, we have a responsibility. Yeah. And a responsibility is for us to respect our wives, but also understand the position that we're in. Mm-hmm. A lot of men, you know, they're giving the pants to the wife. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Um, right. a lot of men, the zippers on the side or in the back. Well, I don't think it's that extreme. I think that, and you and I have talked about this once before, because our wives have similar independent backgrounds. And I think that when you're dealing with that type of woman, I think that we have to finesse it a little bit. Um, Maybe the way our approach may be just a little harsh, and it may not work with a less independent woman. You know what I'm saying? It may work with a less independent woman, but, you know, someone that's been a single mom, she's been doing it on her own for a while, and Mm -hmm. she hasn't really had to answer to a man, and then here comes the, the new husband, and it's like, okay, I'm calling you because... You know what I mean? You went to the CVS, and you've been gone a half an hour. And to her, yeah, I stopped at the CVS, and maybe I'll go get my nails done, and maybe I dropped off, you know, I went to Safeway at the same time, yada, 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 stopped, got some gas. They're running their errands, and they don't want somebody asking them, where you at, where you going, where you been, when you coming back. Right. Absolutely right. You see what I'm saying? So we're in a situation where it's like we're trying to hold down that position that we have, and and show them that, you know, we're concerned. But on the other side, they're like, man, stop sweating me. I'm good. I'll let right. you know, you know what I mean? If I ain't call you, ain't a problem. Oh, no. You, I hear that they did the exact thing, man. If there was a problem, I would have called you. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a definition of a problem. You couldn't call me. Yeah. Sound like you need to take that brother's that advice. Verbatim. You need to take that brother's advice. Don't call for 30 days. Mm-hmm. Let three, four hours go by, and then watch what happens. Then mm-hmm. find out what happens. Because, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, you know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to do something different. You gotta, yeah, you know, do something different, and then, yeah. and then, and then, and then she may be like, "Well, you know." Man, maybe I miss him calling me, checking on him. Interesting. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you got to take it away. Then they'd be calling I mean, you. Why you did call Yeah, especially if you feel as though it's being taken for granted. You gotta, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you got to repossess it. Mm. That's strong. You got to repossess it. I think that falls into the category of uh, because I said so. Yeah, yeah, silently though, like like right. silently, like with a mask mm-hmm. on. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I said so, it don't say nothing. <laughs> That's right. And then then they'll be concerned. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Good words, man. Good words. Okay. So um, the question, you know, before that was, um, so what happens to our family when when we uh, when we do make mistakes, especially those crucial mistakes? How does it affect our family? 
I read a book one time, and it said the sins of the parents are visited down to the children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when when men cheat, and then they come home, and those 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 arguments where the kids can hear it through the, the they can be in the basement and they can hear it all the way upstairs, you know, and they hear every word, and it's bickering back and forth, slamming of doors, and that and that affecting their their uh their faith in the in the family. I don't know if anybody grew up seeing that or hearing that. It's a trauma. Doesn't it traumatize the kids when they when they see the, the negativity that's going on with with uh, their mother and father? Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. Doesn't it make them make mistakes now too because of the mistake you made? I'll tell you a quick story. My um. I got married, and my wife had a daughter who was 13 at the time, and and uh, this was going back about three, four years ago. She was 18. She was 20. So it was four years ago. She was a freshman in college, and the the English teacher, uh, was, I think it was a freshman in college or last last year in high school, one or two. But the English teacher had her write an essay, and she could write on anything she wants. They were just talking about writing skills. And she wrote uh, uh, an essay on the worst day of her life. Now, granted, she was 18 years old, and she was writing about the day that her mother and father split up and she was only a five-year-old child. She wrote about it in such detail you could feel the pain, even at 18 years old, of what she was going through, listening to them arguing and fighting and, and all that kind of thing. and. And and you know uh, being pulled into it and saying well who do you want to live with and I mean you know so so it, it's not something that doesn't affect the kids. Yeah. Matter of fact, we used to have her come up and read that letter to the class we would teach uh, on the last class, just to show how how parents you know they're fighting and arguing and 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 it, it doesn't just affect them it it. it it carries on for years inside their children, even if their children don't say anything. Mm. Mm. No words. So the mistakes of of the of not only the husband but the wife, in effect. But who who's who's? How do you fix that problem? Is it the husband's problem? Is it his problem to fix those mistakes? Even if it's his wife. Mm. That's strong right there. Say that one more time. That's heavy right there. I said, who's who's um who's gonna be tasked to fix these mistakes? Is it the husband to fix his mistakes? And even if it's the wife's mistakes. Yes, it is the husband's. Um, it's 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 the God charges the husband, and that's what we got to keep in mind. It might not seem like it's fair. But God charges the husband because he gives him the direction. And if he go outside of that direction, now he's operating on emotion. So we got to keep that in mind when we're making these decisions. And even if the wife go off task a little bit, it's up to us to get her back on task and so on and so forth. So 
It is. So you got a un, you, you got a cheating, lying, unruly, drug taking wife. Yes. You oh, nothing you can you. do. You're gonna get charged with trying to keep her straight, and you she don't want to be straight. You knew that was her before you got married to her, and you accepted all of that responsibility. You you accepted the fact that she was an ex hooker, ex crackhead, ex. No, 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 no. I, I didn't say that. I didn't okay. say any of those things. You're labeling. You're, I said you're that labeling. that's what she is now. Okay, that's but she, she has to now. get that. She has to get there from somewhere. She didn't get that. She didn't wake up and become that overnight. Whatever we birthed, whatever we put into a woman nine months later, she's gonna produce whatever we put into her. So if that's you a baby. All this, no, that's no, no, no. That's shit. anything. That's anything. So, that's just so not, that, that's the baby is just a physical uh, evidence that that that's that's true throughout. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I definitely believe. If you keep if you keep cussing your wife out and keep dogging her out and all she's saying is yes, dear, and yes, honey, and all this other stuff, how long do you think you could keep kicking her like that before she gonna it's gonna come up in her to to really cuss you but out? There you go again. No, there you see see. The thing is, I notice sometimes with you, Darren, you have a a, a a a way of giving them an out by by taking blame yourself. Like you no, just said, you know, you said, hold on, hold on. You said if you keep kicking them to cuss them out. I didn't say any of those things. I said if you have a wife that is now unruly, getting high, disrespectful, you can't control her. And it happens. It happens to good brothers every day that don't oh. deserve it. It happens. So you telling me we still responsible? I'm telling for that? you. No, this is what I'm telling you. You're at, you're the way you're you're making that scenario is she woke up one day unruly, on drugs, doing all these other things. She didn't just wake up and start doing these things. Something had to be out okay. of line, out of order. In order for her to just up one day and start doing all the things that you're saying that she's now become, she sure. doesn't. She don't become that because you was a great husband. She don't become become that because she don't have no problems. She don't become that because of just because it was raining yesterday and the sunshine in the day. She became that because of something. What? Because of what? So That's are you exactly. moving back to? Because of something that the husband did or did not do. I'm alluding to some event had to happen in order for her to shift gears all of a sudden. And okay. what, so what, what I'm saying what I'm saying is is as the husband, it's our responsibility to whatever that is to correct it because that's what we're charged over. Not necessarily saying it's our fault. I'm saying that, like, you so you're know saying, my, so you're saying that the lady if your wife starts doing drugs, you need to go find a drug dealer and tell him back away. No, if, your, if my wife if my wife starts doing drugs, first I got to figure out. Wait a minute, where did this come from? Did 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 something happen? I got is is I'm charged over really regardless. I'm charged over that. Now I got to try to figure out what happened to create this chaos. Try to fix it, get her help, drag her out of whatever problem she in. Get her some help. Do 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 something in order to figure out what triggered this process of behavior. Not okay. Nothing. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Let's just say nothing triggered it. Let's just say something triggered good behavior, and during that good behavior, she married you. 
Okay, well, I'm lucky. And during that good behavior, she married you. But now the good behavior is gone, and she goes back to her old self that you didn't know about before you married her. Okay. Are you still charged with that? Again, it's my responsibility in that. You know I'm living this, and I've lived that process. I didn't know certain things. And then when, when, when my wife starts living, I'm like, well, why was you so cool before? And now you're tripping now. So but I you found got divorced. Out, no, no, no. This is this, this is this wife, the one with this, the weed smoke, uh, ex-weed smoke. Yeah, but that's 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 that's. that's but, 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 but what I'm but what I'm what I'm saying, I, I mean, that's that's detrimental. Oh, because, oh, because, huh? <laughs> we all did that except Rodney. I mean, you know. Well, I didn't we either. Did but I'm <laughs> 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 why you gotta call me out? But what I'm what I'm telling you is what I'm telling you is is I didn't know that she used to do that before. I mean, to me, that's that's a that's a, that would would have been a deal breaker in the beginning because if anybody do that, then I can lose my clearance. You know what I mean? So. Gotcha. I'm not going to put my job or, you know, jeopardize my livelihood over no woman. So if I would have known these things, then I would have I would have been able to you mean I would say, okay, make a decision fairly. But after I said, well, why are you tripping now? What was different about this and then that time, from that time? And she's like, well, <laughs> tell you the truth, you know, I, I used more weed after I had my problems. I say, because you usually didn't even trip when you had problems. But then after I found that out, I'm like, okay, now, you, now I find out that you – you you go off quick, and now I got to figure out what we got to do because that wasn't my fault. It was just everyday life problems. You just smoked it away, or you know you smoked buffed on some weed and forgot all about it. But now you can't do that. And you got to face them, and you're not really facing them like you're supposed to at this time. So now we have to go back to square one and try to deal with it without your your normal uh, coping mechanisms. You know what I'm saying? So now you know we dealt with that issue, and it was good, but. I, I, as a man, had to realize, hey, something is different. I accepted this woman as my wife, and I gotta now figure out what is different, because you used to, you used to then trip like this. You know what? What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, the point that I'm making is this: there's a personality that they always have. Certain things will find a way to bury themselves to reach a sense of purpose, which may be marriage. You see what I'm saying? And it may be a subliminal thing. It may be something that just is just okay, well, now i got to be on my best behavior. Maybe I don't need to be this person anymore. Now, 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 now I'm getting ready to have this husband. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, and you're 100% correct. Something flips the switch to go back to whatever it was, their comfort zone. And it's the same thing with us. We have a comfort zone that we step, sometimes as men, we step outside of our comfort zone to achieve a certain goal. Outside of our comfort zone. And an example, we'll clean up, we'll open the door, we'll say, yes, ma'am, we'll do love letters, we'll hug, we'll kiss, we'll show a lot of affection. You know what I mean? And like, when I, you know, again, certain things that we don't normally do, we'll do it to reach a certain goal. Once we reach that goal, the light switch, and then we become unaffectionate. We don't clean up. We don't send love letters. We don't say I love you. We don't do hugs. We don't do kisses. You follow what I'm saying? So it's something that happens. You're right. But when you have this woman that was always, and I'm not talking about you, but trifling, you don't know it. 
and then you marry her because she's on her best behavior for 12, 12 months or whatever the time that, that y'all was dating. Right. You still charged with that? Yes, sir. Okay. And I and I'm I'm just, I'm just letting you know because a lot of what a lot of men want to do because that that's that's our claim to fame. Each one of us on the phone that would be our claim to fame if we got a problem with our wife right now. Well, you you different. That that's our claim to fame, man. I mean, every time something happens that's that would that's extraordinary or she ain't giving up the booty like she used to or she wants to fuss, you know, a lot more than she used to. Um, then you you, you want to claim the claim that she's 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 crazy or you you on one right now or you know because all of them there all of them has been there, but it's up to us at that time to try to figure out okay we figure that out, but if we the truth of the matter is, and I and I don't like bringing up the Bible at a good uh, discussion like this, but if we were to choose them like the Proverbs thirty one told us to choose them, then we wouldn't have all those outside problems. Because God said, you choose a woman off the strip pole, you can have her. You you bring her to me, but don't come to me talking about I want to get rid of her when when you get tired of because you didn't, you didn't do like like I told you. You didn't pick her like I told you to pick her. So since you didn't pick her like you told her to pick her, it's God's fault that she's crazy. No, it's your fault because you should have been looking at her as a Proverbs 31 woman instead of that stripper being on the pole with the biggest booty. So, so, okay, so here again. I'm glad, and I'm glad you quoted that. So you're telling me that I can't go meet a stripper at church? Talk to I didn't say you can meet. You, you can meet a. You can meet a. You, ex, well, you can meet a stripper or ex stripper at church. But if you say, okay, so where does God tell me to go meet a woman at? That's when Proverbs thirty-one ten. It's some things that she has to already be doing and taking pride. If you look, if you read that scripture, and it tells you. This is what she needs to be doing. She need to you need to watch her ways. You need to watch how she cooks. You need to watch how she take care of herself. How she take care of her home. How she take care of her kids. And then you watch her for a period of time. You don't watch her for one or two days. But if you she make still a be stripper and she going to church, she praying, she's sitting in the same pew as me, and she's looking okay. good, she's smelling good, she's taking care of herself. But guess what? On and Friday, you don't know she's and you don't know she's Thursday a through Sunday she's a stripper. You, okay. you, you know? do you do you know she's a stripper or do you are you just overlooking that point? If you say you know what she got all herself together but she strips, now you just accept that she got all herself together but she's a stripper. You if you accepted that and say I want her to be my wife, then that's guess what you. you what I'm saying stripper. if you don't, what I'm saying is there's certain things you're not going to know. Outside, the exterior can be squeaky clean like a brand-new car. Man, everything is squeaky clean. Wait, hold on a second. You mean to tell me them stripper ways are going to come out if you watch it for a while? For a period of time, all them You're hoping away. so. You're hoping so. More they can't hold that in, man. <laughs> like a crazy, like a like a dude that beat on women, he can only hold that aggression in for so long before he starts showing some trace of an abusive man. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It's the same way with a stripper. She gonna have them stripper ways to come out, and if you catch her and and you look at her, look at her lingerie, look at her kind of clothes, look, monitor her times and going out like Andrew be doing. <laughs> you know, hey, we want to see that. Hey Rodney, is that Gary Fails? No, no, it's not. <laughs> no, 
That's that Darren. sounds like his kind. Oh, that's just Darren, uh, Andrew. I'm just, I'm just picking, man. But, you know, that's the kind of thing he needs to be on, man. That's why he be doing that kind of stuff, man, because I'll do the same thing sometimes. Like, if if I was when I was dating her, I was like, okay, well, you're supposed to be here. I mean, you just just watch that stuff. Keep your eye on that stuff. Hey, you're supposed to be here. You you okay? I mean, I'm going to play it off like I want to know if she's okay, but I really want to know where she at. So, Darren, so, Darren, so you saying that it would be a, a mistake to wife a stripper? Not if you're not willing to, if you're willing to deal with those consequences, then it's not a mistake. But if you're saying, you know what, I want me a woman that I, that, that know how to Proverbs cook. Proverbs 31. I want me one stripper ain't Proverbs, no Proverbs 31 woman. She sure ain't. She sure ain't. No, I mean, but if no you, way you can't slice that, I mean. She I didn't say that. I didn't. I didn't say that. But but just like God say, just like God says, choose life or choose death. But I recommend that you choose life. This is your hint, brother. Choose life. But if you can choose death, if you want to. Now, Proverbs thirty-one. Proverbs thirty-one say the same thing. You know, hey, choose this kind of woman. But if you choose that kind of woman, I'm cool with it. But just don't come back and and, and start tripping on if she's the wrong one because I'm finna bless this one. I ain't going to bless nothing else you're talking about. I'm going to bless this one right here because you chose this one. You pulled off the pole, you saw that big booty, and it was bouncing all in your face, and she was twerking all over the place, and that attracted you. But if you bring it to me, I'm going to bless it because you're asking me to. But here go some problems that go with that. But if, you was, if you're willing to accept that as a man, then go right along with that, and I'm going to bless it. All right. So, That's so, how so Darren, i got to ask this question. I, I have to ask this question, and, Lord, Forgive me for asking this question. I'm gonna put that out there right now. But um, so let's say you did marry the right woman, and after a while you figured that you made a mistake. That this is not yeah. really the girl that you wanted to marry. Mm. It was that it was that it was that freak Elizabeth that did the thing, flipped off the bed, did somersaults. Yeah, and Mr. Host, let me help you, and you can continue on. Maybe she wasn't a stripper. Maybe it wasn't that obvious. But maybe, you know, after you, you know, said I do, it's like, no, no, <laughs> this ain't the one. Man, like, okay, can I tell you this? Go ahead. Oh, will you finish your question, T-Town? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead Mr. Hope. So. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. That was the question. Well, my, my ex-wife, I found out that why I could never meet her mom was because she was a certified schizophrenic. She never wanted me to meet her mom. Her dad was okay. Who, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who was a schizophrenic? Her mom or, or your ex? My ex's mom. Okay, gotcha. Go ahead. My ex's mom was, I, I always like, well, when can I meet your mom? She's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> right? So I was like, so I met her dad, and he was a, a military dude. He was a um, he was a um, sergeant, I mean, not sergeant, maybe, but he was a uh, one of them big, heavy, heavy rank dudes. He was an officer, and he had been, he was warrant officer for, that's what he was. He was a sergeant major, then he went to warrant officer um, one and on up. Okay, so um, so I thought that, you know, he wouldn't pick no crazy woman, but I never did, but he was divorced from her. So here, here this woman has got this trait that I don't know about, and I meet her grandmother who was a dean at uh, a college uh, at, at Clark University, Clark Atlanta. So I'm like, okay, she come from a background full of cool people, you know, so, um, so I just like, you know, I ain't got to meet her mama. So what her grandmother told me, her grandmother said, uh, you need to watch it, you know. And then every time me and her was about to get to a real conversation, she'll come in. 
And I was like, I got to talk to Miss Walthall because I, I, I got to figure out what's going on here. So, um, but I finally talked to her, and her, mom, her and Miss Walthall said that you know her mom is a certified schizophrenic and this and that. So I'm starting to look at my ex real close. I'm trying to figure out, you know, let me make sure she ain't crazy. So I dated her for like two years, and she didn't show me no signs that she was crazy. Well, I went on ahead, and plus fact, she got a big booty, so I went on ahead and got <laughs> to the booty. And, you know, that didn't help the situation none, but after we we got married, then here come these traits. Here come these crazy acting accusations and all these things that she accused me of when I'm like, I was right here with you last night. What are you talking about? But I had to deal with this for 10 years, but I was I was willing to deal with everything and get her help and doing all these other things until she cheated on me. So that was the deal breaker from the beginning. I didn't leave her, and I, and I off the bat already knew I married the wrong woman. I said I should not have, uh, I, I shouldn't have let the booty get me, you know what I'm saying? It, it, that, that's the snare right there. For 18, 19-year-old virgin, oh, man, she 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 got me. You know, so so that, so that was your out. She gave you an out. I wasn't looking for an out, but when she cheated on me, I tried to make it work, and she wouldn't stop cheating. So I said, okay, that was that's I, I can't do. It. I, I'm not going to continue to try to make you be in love with me when you don't want, you know, to be in love oh, with okay. me when you chasing this other dude. But you know, we were going along fine after like seven years, um, going to counseling, going to like. Uh, Whatever she was, the, the counseling that she needed to deal with her childhood or whatever else was going on, you know. Uh, but she's still running these crazy. My my son said, you know what, Daddy? You know, I told you he was going to stay down there. But he called me today. He's like, I'm coming home. Mama crazy. You know, so he he's like, I I, I can't deal with this. She she got two minutes. She told me she, I, I can do something five minutes ago, and she changed her mind just last, you know, 30 seconds ago. You know, but so but that's how we have to handle it as men, and I had to accept that responsibility. I said, I ain't going to leave her out there like that. You know, I don't, I don't, I ask her to marry me, so I got to go along with everything that comes with this. I accept the responsibility, and I'm not just going to divorce her because, you know, I didn't do my research. But did you apologize okay. for any mistakes you made? Uh, I, well, I, I didn't. I didn't make. I don't think I made any mistakes with her, except for not, you know, give her the attention that was required. But one thing about a per, person that's like that, um, you they they require a whole lot more attention that that's that normal people don't. So let me ask you a question, because you're gonna have this conversation, and we're all gonna have it. So do you think that you're exempt from being charged? From that first marriage with God? No, well, when she cheated on when she cheated on me, according to the word, according to to God, according to uh, what they say about the only time you can break up with your wife, um, I just followed those guidelines. I didn't go outside of that. I mean, yeah, she's schizophrenic. Yeah, she's taking medication now, but I was not charged. I am not charged. I don't feel responsible for her cheating on me. Now, everything could have continued to work. And if she would have never cheated, we probably would have still been married because I don't believe in giving up. Well, you went away to the military, right? Not all the time. I was. She was with me. You Like, if I had to be stationed in Hawaii, she was with me in Hawaii. If I got stationed in Bahrain, her and the family. Yeah, she going there. She going yeah, she, there. 
Yeah, if but you go to Beirut, I don't expect her to go with you. But if you go to Hawaii, she going up in that joint. Yeah, you know, when when the Navy, you know, you get to the ship if you get assigned to a boat. And when you're assigned to that boat, you know, when the ship go underway for a month and a half, then you, you're underway with that ship, and then you come back. And then you leave again for six months, then you come back whenever the ship come back. But it was never okay. like, go ahead. So when, so, so when you went away in the, on the ships, she could not go, right? No, she can't go. That's Everybody, just the people who's stationed on the ship got to go. And the ship is when you spent the bulk of your time away from your marriage. When the, when the ship was leaving, yeah. When the ship had to yeah. leave two months at a time, yeah. I had to, you know, it's a hard life, yeah. I got you. So, so the question I'm saying is, so she cheated as a result of being lonely, not as a result of being borderline schizo, I would think. What would you say? I think it was borderline. I, I think it was because of schizophrenic. So if you were here, would she have cheated? Well, when when she cheated, when I was at home, I was I was I was um, when you came you know, back home. No, you get you get you get stationed five years on the boat, and then you get stationed three years on shore duty. Well, during my three years of shore duty, when I didn't have to go on the ship, I can come home every day. That's when she did a cheating. Now I would think that she would it would be the other way around, but she did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't. I was just going to school, going to church, and coming back home. And that's when she was finding outside interest. And I was like, "Wait a minute, you know, I'm here every day." She's like, "Well, you still not spending time with me? You going to school?" I said, "Yes, to make the make it better for the family, so I won't have to leave you so much." I got you. I got you. I got you. Got you. Got you. And the reason why I'm asking you these questions is because I, things happen, and you know, we just watched. You know, we talked about that movie, Temptation, right? Because most of the guys... Yeah, I saw that movie. Yeah, I, I loved it. I liked it. And we saw how the brother was. And he was a good dude. Yep. He was a good, wholesome husband dude doing the right thing by his family. Right. He made a couple of mistakes. Right? Yeah. And and, and, and she didn't. And, this, and, and the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because it's real. It happens. She didn't. She lived the straight and narrow, just like him, since they were little kids in church. They came up neck and neck. But something happened, right, in that movie, where she went to the left in the worst way. Would now, that now, husband now, be charged with that? Now, now. T-Hawk, now you said yeah. something profound. I don't think if you, re- I don't even think you realize what you said. But you said that he was a good dude, okay? Mm-hmm. That's a little basic statement. Sure. But okay. I will I will go out on a limb. I'll go out on a limb to say that good doesn't cut it anymore. Just being a good husband doesn't cut it anymore. You have to be great at this thing. And how do you be great? You can't do the status quo. You can't, like in the movie, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, you can't just go to the bedroom and make sure the pillars are fluffed before you get down every time. Hmm. And the thing about it is that that's good. You, have, you know, you're getting it in with your wife. You know, you're in the bedroom. But no, being good just doesn't cut it anymore, especially in 2013. With all the attacks on marriage, with all the attacks that that we get daily, whether it be in in on, from our TVs, from our well, Facebook inboxes, 
to whatever. I mean, it's so many attacks on marriage, and they're coming from a lot of different directions that good just doesn't cut it anymore. That's why she mm. did what she did. And I'm not putting I'm, what what I'm saying is that you you have to be a great husband now, because good just yeah. doesn't cut it. How do you be a great husband? You have to want to be great. You can't be comfortable with. None of us are comfortable with being good. We're all tra- we're all on here three hours every week trying to be great. And I think, like Jay said, you know, I just want to be great on, on Magna Carta, one of the tracks. I just want to be great. We we don't have enough men who want to be great. They're comfortable with being good, and that just doesn't cut it anymore. Because that's not, they're hmm. not learning from their mistakes. They're running away from their mistakes. They're not looking at the man in the mirror saying, "I can be better." Hmm. They're comfortable. They're comfortable with. You know, they've got the home, they've got the kids, they've got the job, they've got, you know, they got the wife, you know. No. Guess what? My wife has different needs today, 14 years later, than she did when we first got married. I can't mm. be the old Rodney that I was doing when I was courting her. You know, some of the stuff is good. You know, I'm I'm a player from way back. But, you know, literally, I mean, some of the stuff was great, but I, I have to, it's, it's, a, it's a continual process. We evolve, you know, especially when you get, you know, mortgages and, and properties and kids involved. You know, all of these things, you have to change the game. You can't continue to be, you know, a, a, just a regular Joe, a regular good husband. But guess what, Dorot? I mean, one thing about that, yeah, no, you're right. You can't continue to be that way. But even if you do continue to be that way and you're not transitioning over to what you're supposed to be, that doesn't warrant her to cheat on you. That doesn't warrant, um, uh, yeah, you know I get a little backlash, a little argument, but it never warrants, hey, I got an excuse to do something outside of my marriage because my my husband is now boring or my husband is not, uh, he's not adapting to these bills or he still thinks about fun and games and playing games and watching football all day. It, it, it's never a reason to say I'm just. I this puts me at liberty to. Now, what what will it do? It will do that, but it, it doesn't. You, you shouldn't expect that. That shouldn't be like one of the outs. You, you, that doesn't give you an excuse to do it. That's not. That's what you're saying. If you if you if I'm, you know, if I'm catching this right, you know, we well, have well to, not an excuse. You know, because there's, there's no excuse. I mean, we we say all the time on here that. If if our wives and and we've all been through it, if our wives are not you know treating us right, whatever that means for you and your household, if she's not treating your wife, if she's not you know giving you the booty or cooking your dinner or rubbing your feet or, or washing your dirty drawers or whatever it is that that gets your go, if she's not doing that, none of us are going to cheat. So that that's not an excuse to cheat. You're exactly right, but we don't want to open the door. You know, just like the brother in the movie opened the door. By just being a good husband, nothing wrong with. Being, I'm not saying the same thing wrong with being a good husband, but I'm just saying that you have to strive to be great. Well, well, I hear you. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Well, never, and it sounds, go ahead. It sounds real good. <laughs> it sounds real good for the textbook husband, and I get that. Yeah, I get that. But yeah. let me throw out a monkey wrench. Brought to you okay. by HouseholdStress.com. <laughs> when is it time to kick the wife out of the bed? 
when is it <laughs> like you did. when is it time <laughs> listen, when is it time where you are great? Right? Woo. And she ain't catching up. Woo. When you are now, great. Bro. When you are great and she boring. When you going well, out and you on and when question. you getting hold on and you getting household stress type 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 advice and activity going on in your life and you taking care of your bills and your responsibilities, you're doing all that stuff. And she's not doing any of it. Well, she's doing her role of being whatever she thinks a good wife is supposed to be, which is not cutting it. You know what I'm saying? But you're still not cheating. You're still hanging in there. But what happens when it, when is it time for you to just say, okay, well, because that's what she's going to do to you. When you start slipping, she'll be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm going to need something else because this just ain't working for me. When is it time to reverse that? Well, to now, answer your question, then. What are you going to use? To do that, though, that's the whole no, thing. No, I, I, I'll answer the question. I mean, the, that's the, the first step is communication. And you have to communicate just like I communicated to you, brethren, that, um, honey, it's not okay to be a good wife. You're, you're a good wife. I, you know, you, you do everything you do. I appreciate that, honey. But I'm going to need you to step it up a little bit. That has to be communicated because if it's not communicated, then she doesn't know. And that's what we always talk about is that if you if you don't tell her that she needs to step up in whatever area it is, then she thinks everything is all right. The same thing like the brother in the movie. He didn't think that his you know his his wife could be you know we know anybody's wife can get God. We talk about that, but he didn't think that it would have been so easy just like his wife was. I mean, he knew her since they were little kids or whatever. He'd been with her. But listen, but, but listen, Rodney, yeah. mm-hmm. he knew all that he knew. He knew the same thing that she knew because they came up together. She didn't know that the way that they were doing it was boring and uneventful until somebody said, hey, the way you and your husband, your romance is boring. She didn't know. Had she not stepped out and got, you know, in bed bed with the devil, so to speak, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) she would have never known. And she would have went on and be like, I got a great wife, I got a great life and a great husband. And that's what she was saying the whole time. And the guy was like, uh-uh, something ain't right. Now, now let me answer your question. I, I get you now. I hear where you're going, brother. But let me answer sure. your question. It's not her responsibility to know because she won't know. She won't Some know. Some of y'all will get that tomorrow. She won't know. It's the it's, it's his responsibility to to know what. The other guy was talking about, you know, flipping around, keeping it spicy, doing this or that. It's the man's, as Darren was saying, it's the man's responsibility to get that and come back to her and say, you know what, honey, I've got some areas I need to improve on. I'm working on that. This is what I'm doing on a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly basis. But I'm going to need you to do something, too. I can't do, you know, I'm just, you know, telling you a good wife, but I want you to be great. And and how you be great is not what you is not as Andrew said in the first frame. You cannot continue to do the same thing. The definition of insanity is continue to do the same thing and expect different results. I'm going to need your results to improve. That has to be communicated with her, and it has to be done, you know, in baby steps. Now we've been on this phone talking five years. Now mm-hmm. five years ago, I wouldn't sound like this mm-hmm. because, but uh, this is five years later. 
So we have to be be mindful that she's it's not going to be an overnight success where she's going to be in Barnes and Nobles, you know, looking at the the in the marriage section and reading books and bringing home workbooks or going to the library or searching the internet. It's not going to be anything like that overnight. And we just have to be encouraging when we do see the baby steps. Say, well, I I read an article on CNN today, you know, about marriage. And what do you think about it, honey? I mean, it, it just and and encourage that because it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be where we are because again, they're not charged with that. As Darren said, it, this is our this is our thing as the head of the household. We it all comes back down to us. So we have a responsibility. Well, she don't have that same She has a responsibility, but she doesn't have the same responsibility, and nor does she have the accountability like the husband has. So it's different. It's different. So does she have any? Absolutely. She does. Okay. okay. But it's just it's, it's not – she does not have as much accountability and responsibility as the head of household. And as the head of household, we have to go. We have to communicate that to her, you sure. know, to say, you know, this. And 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 I think you, I think you said it a long time ago, uh, T. Hog, about how our wives, just like in the movie, they are unaware that there are some, I guess, areas that you know maybe we might be lacking that another guy could, you know, just slide up in there and give her what she's missing. Like they, I, I think that they, they're unaware of the potential for attack. Whereas I go out every day, expect I got a target on my back. I wear a ring, and it's like a, an, a it's, I, I expect to be hit on. I expect now I don't get hit on, you know, uh, every day. Or I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm a stud muffin, but you know, I'm not saying that I go out and I'm just like knocking them down, like get away from me, I'm married. You know, I'm not saying that. But I go out every day expecting to be attacked in my marriage. I expect, and, sure. and really, sure. I think that sure. the devil really don't bother me because I don't get flirted with that often. And if I do, I'm naive to it, and I don't pay no attention to it because, as you know, I got filet mignon at home. You know, everybody else, every other woman out here is hamburger, so I'm not interested in hamburger when I got filet mignon at home. So they, they, these other women don't bother me. So, but I go out with the expectation that. The devil's gonna attack my marriage in one way or another. It may not be through a, a flirtation. It may be through uh, social media. I don't. I mean, I don't know. But I go out with that expectation where I don't think our wives they just go out and they don't expect to like she didn't expect to, for that guy to meet with her, hit on her openly and and subtly, and the next thing you know, you know he's knocking it down. So. So in a situation like, and again, good words, and I agree with a lot of what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I mean, so you have seven days throughout the week to eat dinner, and then mm-hmm. you got some lunch, and then you got some breakfast, and you got some snacks. Yes. Okay? And you said you got filet mignon. Yes. Which is a beautiful thing to have is filet mignon. Absolutely. But what about chicken nights? What about them rib nights? That baby bag? You know what I'm saying? What if it's time where it's like, you know, because certain people say, man, I got filet mignon. Yeah, but, man, I have filet mignon every night. (laughs) 
I mean, you can get tired of filet mignon. Yeah, like you, like you always you, say, Seahawk. Somebody gets tired, you know, with Halle Berry or whoever. Somebody's tired of hitting it. Somebody's tired, of it. and that's the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making here is, in a situation as men, and I know, believe me, I know the head of household. If you wouldn't have been preaching this tonight, I probably would have been preaching. It is what it is. But yes. Yeah. People out there that are the mold and they're doing their thing, but they're not getting it in return for whatever reason. And sometimes it gets to the point where you're like, man, I don't know what to do. I got to find another way. And I'm just speaking to those brothers that are saying, man, I'm doing everything. I'm following this letter. You see what I'm saying? But she just ain't doing it for me. And just like Darren said, we're being charged still even though she ain't coming correct. And you could also say, and, and we know this because the temptations are there and some brothers are falling for it, not because they want to, because sometimes, some of them that's the only option that they have because they ain't yeah. getting that flame at home. Yeah. They're getting a lot but, of headache. They're getting a lot of responsibility, the kids, my job, all this, instead mm-hmm. of saying, hey, you know, I'm a part of this thing. Let me try to make you happy. Let me try to keep you in the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, real mm-hmm. talk. That's real people talk. Don't just cheat. People don't just cheat because it's a sport. A lot of people say it's a sport. That's for single people. When married people do it, just like Darren said, a light would flick, something went wrong. Or they're yeah. just greedy, but nine times out of ten, something went wrong, and you let your business go out in the street. Right. Yep. Yep. Because people don't get married to cheat, but it happens. No. No. I don't believe they do at all. Right. But it happens. It yes, happens. Sir. There's websites set up for it. There's jump offs. There's there's alibis already set up for you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is what it is. Just like you said, you got a ring on your finger and you're a man. You are almost as good as gold if you want to get some booty on the side. Mm-hmm. So, so let me ask a question. Let me ask a question then. So um, when, when a mistake is made, then why is it a double standard? That's the nature of the mistake. See, now you're talking about the nature of the mistake, and you're talking about the, the, the sex of the mistake that, that dictates the double standard. That's yeah, the correct. gender. Mm-hmm. So, so why is it a double standard? A mistake is a mistake, regardless of if it's a, uh, the husband or the wife, isn't it? It should be. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that double standard applies in marriage. I don't think you can hide behind that double standard in marriage. Yeah, well, men have been doing it all the time. No, that that dog don't hunt. If you're single, just like we talked about the last time, if a woman sleeps with twenty men, she, there's a name for her. That's not too favorable. If a man does it, the name for him is a little favorable. I don't think that applies in marriage. I could be wrong, but I think you still carry the title of an adulterer, a cheater, whether it's male or female. Gender neutral. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with that. I think I agree with that. Because, I mean, a cheater is a cheater. When you say cheater, I mean, it's it's not. Cheater is a cheater. Typically, you think men, but, you know, women cheat too. Yeah. 
Yeah, they do. That's yeah. That's like calling a lie a white lie. I still I still don't know what that means. Lie. What does that mean? It's a lie. Yeah. It's a lie. Hey, you know. Right. A lie is a lie. A white right. lie is hey, I'm gonna give you a job, but then when you go get the job, I didn't say I was gonna give you a job. So you saying when when you say a cheater is a cheater, does that mean a, a being a cheater implies that you continue to do the same thing? Being a person who cheated implies that it was I ain't gonna say a mistake because you know that's 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 ignorance. But if you're gonna if you cheated on your wife and she has been she's forgiven you, or you cheated on your husband and you say you know what I forgive you. Then that does that. That person is no longer a cheater, in my opinion. I think they, they cheated, and then they say, "Okay, I forgive you. Let's move forward. This is what brought it." And they talk it all out. You know, they say, "This is why I did it. I know it's not a good enough excuse, but you know, he was or she was lacking weight. I mean, you were lacking where they weren't, and 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 I wanted something that you know." That that I didn't have, and I thought the grass was green on the other side, and I found out it wasn't. So, could you please forgive me? Yes, I'll, I'll forgive you. Let's go to counseling. Let's work it out. Now, the double standard, as you're saying, is after all that is said and done, and everything is worked out, then the other one cheats. That's not a double standard at that point because, you know, you worked it all out. You you spoke about it, but the the deal in that situation is that person really didn't forgive the other person. Well, mm. well, well, wait a minute. Going back to, did you say cheating was not a mistake? No, I didn't say. No. Um, I, I didn't say it was not a mistake. I said, if it, if you say, if you cheated on your spouse, and you said okay, and you asking for forgiveness, some people can say that that was a mistake or whatever. That that that's neither here nor there. No matter what it is, an excuse they cheated. You guys were saying once. I mean, you like. Pretty much, a cheater is a cheater, and I'm like, no, a cheater is not a cheater. A cheater is a Can person. Can I answer that? Think you're a cheat. Yeah, you, go ahead, you, y'all. You know, you know who I think got it right? Um, uh, alcohol, alcohol anonymous uh, meetings, uh, people that go to drug meetings. Yeah. You know, um, the first thing, the first thing they say when they introduce themselves is. Hello, my name is so-and-so. I'm an addict. Right. Um, If we were to stand up in church and in that same setting and introduce ourselves, the first thing we would say is what? Hello, my name is such-and-such. I'm a sinner. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it, it is, yeah. Maybe I didn't sin this morning. Maybe I didn't cheat this morning. Maybe I didn't get high this morning. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But I've done it. So now it's on me. I own it. Even though maybe, you know, because guess what? I can do it again. Because now I know how to do it. When you're you're saying it like that, it's like there's no walking away from it. If you repent every day, then as soon as you you repent, you're clean. And I'm not going to own that. I ain't own it. I own what I did, and I repented from it, and I asked for forgiveness from the person who I offended. But I'm not going to keep on saying that I am this person that I'm no longer not. You know, I'm okay. I'm turning away from it. I understand that. I understand that, but I'm not going to say I. I'm not going to sit here because I've cheated plenty of times, and I'm not going to say today I'm not a cheater. So have you? That's so, not going to come out of my mouth. Okay. Well, what I'm saying. So if you continue, if you're cheating on your wife every single day, and household stress is not helping you, <laughs> then you could say, yeah, I'm a cheater. 
But if you if you say, you know what, this has this has brought me uh this has made my mind think a totally different way about what kind of person I need to be to my wife. Sure. You know sure, what? Sure. I am not a cheater anymore because I don't even think that way. So you got, yeah, you but got the right to own that too. But listen, don't be don't fool yourself with that a drop of a dime that can't happen. It I'm not. I'm not. I'm not foolish to say it can't. But that shouldn't be your. That that that, that should, I mean, I. I it's can just tell reality, you. brother. I'm just no, saying. No, no. It's just reality. I, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I know it ain't okay. no reality for Rodney. Okay. I know it ain't no reality for me. Yeah. I know it might I mean, not yeah. be no reality for. I mean, because I mean, tell you the truth. Today, household listen. stress is the only place. That person, a person can come here and say, "I won't cheat no more because I got a responsibility to get on the phone next Tuesday and I, tell you I guys what that. happened." I get that. I get that. I get that. But what I'm saying is, it can happen. So for us to just say, "Okay, well, you know, I'm above it and I'm delivered from it," it can happen. You know, what I'm no. saying we're only as good as our options. We're only as good as the options that we have and 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 the situation that we're in. So you're saying, you see what I'm saying? So you saying so you saying you don't have no control and so if a girl bent over and start twerking on you naked, you ain't got no option but, <laughs> but to hit it. That's what you tell I'm not no, saying I don't that. think he's saying that. He was saying I'm not that saying I mean, basically some guys are only one aggressive a w- woman away from cheating. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you, That's you, right. you have somebody you have a bad chick that literally would tell you what she would do to you and some guys would be like Thinking about it, and then once you think about it, it's like, hmm. Well, I'm I, I, I mean, at home, and then but the that's sp- what, thoughts that's, start that's going. What the, but that's what the enemy put inside of 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 Eve's head. You know, that's the same thing she he put inside the head of a weak person, a weak-minded person. That you know what, my wife just made me mad. I mean, he see all of that. You know, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh. You, you just said something, Darren, that I don't even think you knew what you said. But you talked about a weak-minded person. And even mm-hmm. going back to what I said about, and I, I don't mean to call out the brethren, but a weak-minded person would say they don't need household stress. That's weak-minded. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need yeah. that. That's that's weak-minded. That's, not, that's weak. Exactly, because you go back to what the host said about the definition of mistake. It's an error or fault resulting from deficient knowledge or carelessness. So you being careless, if you're like, you know what, I got this marriage thing, you're a good husband. Good for you. But you know what, you don't have the knowledge to to be great, and, and nor you, you're not even careful enough to be greater. So it's it's a mistake for a man to to to. I mean, it's just weak. I, I like what you said, weak-minded to say. Ah, I don't need, I don't need to marriage improvement. Every marriage can be improved. Right. Period. Mm. There's no marriage mm. that's exempt from improvement. I mean, get out of here with that. Your marriage is good, okay. And, and, and again, I'm having a difficult time with the whole weak-minded. The whole weak-minded thing. Like, what makes a person weak-minded? Willing to do, like you just said, if if my options is to hit it and she's been trying to get at me for a minute, then I'm just going to have to, you know, fold. 
I just gonna have to give in. And you know you married. If you know you married and ain't got no business putting yourself in a situation with a woman that done told you what she want to do to you and you done seen how long her tongue was and all of that stuff, you have no reason being in that, putting yourself in the area and, 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 and being uh, uh, advertisement or, or her to, to even put herself in front of you like that. It shouldn't be no private place that you meet this woman at where you think any good is going to come out of that. Yeah, well, not no. even that far. Just to, just to back up there, not even that far to get to what he was talking about with Even in conversation. Yeah, I mean, weak-minded is you're, you're silly. You're foolish to think that, you know, that, that nothing's going to happen to your marriage or that you don't have to improve. I mean, that's what we're mm. talking about with, mm. you know, being Tell weak-minded. And that's exactly, that's exactly, when we're living in this, in this, in this, I mean, sometimes, I mean, guys, we got to keep it real. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just like our wives can get got, we can get got too. That's right. That's right. And, and, and at any given time, somebody can be like, honey, I apologize, I got weak. That doesn't make you weak-minded. It just means you got weak. It just means something happened beyond your control, and you didn't control it. I'm not going to say beyond your control, but you just didn't control it, and it happens all the time. And so, and we have to stay prayed up. We have to stay protected. We have to stay in circles like this where we have accountability. Yes. You see what I'm saying? That's the only way we can survive that. That's that's what's helped me. So that's the same thing you just said. You just said, hey, I, I'm not a weak-minded person. I just got weak. Well, you're not a sinner. No. You just sinned. Or you you're not a you're not a cheater. You just cheated. So you're saying the same thing I said, but you didn't agree with the the cheating part. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I agree with the cheating part. You just because you just said, honey, I, I, I I'm not a weak minded person. I just I, I was yeah, just weak at no, the no, time. No 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 no. I'm just Did saying. You just say that, Rodney. Maybe maybe it's twelve o'clock. Maybe. Go ahead, T.O. Go ahead. I'm just saying. You can be a strong-willed person and have a moment of weakness. That's right. So does that make you a weak person at the moment that you feel weak? Are you a weak person from now? Hey, uh, my name is Darren Smith, and I'm a weak minded. (laughs) I'm a weak person. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if weak person fits in the same category as sinner and drug user. And I mean, I don't know. I think that that's. That, that that's more like a character thing, other than an action of something. Well, you can use done. cheater. You can use cheater. Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Use that as. I same, mean, like it, 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 if I was in a room, if I was in a room with Darren and, and T. Hulk, and especially T. Hulk, because I mean, at least he said that he has cheated many times in the past. Not currently, but I wouldn't expect T. Hulk to stand up and say, "Hi, my name is Tony. I'm a cheater." Why wow. I wouldn't expect that, you know. I would, you know, maybe he would say I cheated, I but cheated. I wouldn't expect him to be like, you know what, I'm a cheater, because that's yeah. not, you know, you. That's not who he is. Right but back. if I was in a Cheaters Anonymous meeting, I probably wouldn't have to say that. Where you at? I can have to do it. <laughs> 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 All I know, I had to do a knee, man, right? 
at that point, yeah, but you're I just think, following protocol with everybody. Everybody right, else said, I, you just stand up and yeah, say the same yeah, thing. Yeah. But, I, yeah, but exactly. I think T.O.G. said it, you know, said it best that it's, it's all about, you know, self-will and being strong-willed, but it's also about conviction and judgment. Yeah. You know, we we get convicted when we look at that fat booty. We do. I mean, some guys don't, but it's like, man, you know. We don't always, but, or, you know, we have that little flirtatious moment or whatever. We get convicted. And to just think, like, what if the shoe was on the other foot and your wife was flirting with Tyrone at the job? You wouldn't be cool with that. So it, it comes back to, you know, being convicted and also judgment because we will have to stand before God. And as the head of household, as the head, we will be held accountable for leading our family. So it's, it's yes. and I think that somebody said it. I think my brother said it many moons ago on the show about how, you know, using cheating as the, as the example, going out and cheating, and we don't realize. And he put it this way. I'm sorry I have to put it this way, but we, he said that we don't realize how busting that nut has generational effects. Yeah, generational yeah. Oh, yeah. effects, and whether it comes out or not. You know, maybe you take it to your grave or whatever the case may be. It has generational effects. So you talk about right. the effects of your mistakes. That's your right. effects today, July 30th, can affect generations to come. And I don't think that we as men realize that, that you know, let me just stab this short on the, on the side or, you know, get my rocks off or whatever. It, if it if it ultimately it could ultimately have the potential to ruin your family and and ruin mm. as my brother T Hawk talked about mm. two weeks ago ruin your legacy. That's mm. it. We don't think about that when that booty is fat and she's saying everything and she's aggressive and she's like we can you when, whenever you want to brother it's on it's, I'm ready when you're ready the key as my brother Ike said the keys are already in the ignition all you gotta right. do is can I get in. some can I get, get some? some I gotta get, get some. some. And that's so, and so, and so, and so, you 18, 19 years old, and you cheat, and you run the streets, and you having a good time, and then you find out, you know what I mean, you get some kind of venereal disease, you get a girl pregnant, or whatever the case may be, and you find out cheating ain't the right thing for you, but you did it, right? Fast yeah. forward, you're 40, you got a son, <laughs> he's 18, 17, and he's cheating. You pull him to the side, what's the first thing you're going to say to him? I Guess what you. I did, son, when I was your age? Mm-hmm. I cheated. You can't wash it off. It's done. It's, you've done it. And you could have been a, a holy roller from <laughs> 19 all the way to the time you had your son. But yeah, that you one think- particular time, you got to sit down and say, hey, son, guess what? This is what I did when I was your age, and it didn't work out for me, so I don't think you should go down this road. But you got to identify with your past, with your sin. You got to. Yeah. Hey, okay, T.O. Did you did you read my question of the week last week, man? On, did I read how, it? on how to stay married for at least a hundred years. No, you didn't read it. Well, what was what, it? What you, it was the same thing you were just talking about. I had a friend that called me from the military, and it was when him and his wife was in the early part of their relationship. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And he found yeah. out that his daughter wasn't his. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Oh my! Yeah, oh, because. My. He had a sickle cell trait, and he thought it uh-huh. was, he checked himself, and he told his wife to check herself, and she's like, "Oh, I don't got no problems like that." So then he swapped it. Your, uh, yeah, it was on my Facebook, the, the book page. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah. but yeah, he found out that uh, that when he swabbed her mouth, that um, that that wasn't his daughter. But mm. and they were saved, and he was like, and they twenty four years of marriage, and they're like, hey, I'm I'm about to, and that's wrong, man. You know, I, what am I supposed to do? I'm devastated. But uh, but the long story short is, I I talked to him and I said, you know, if a twenty four year old person knocked on your door. And you already admitted both you and your wife was cheating at that time. And if that 24-year-old person knocked on your door and said, you my daddy, yeah. how would you tell your wife? Would you would you expect your wife to leave you because you was out there, you know, dropping it like it was hot like she was back in the States when you was overseas? And that brought everything into perspective for him. And he's like, you know, I can't hold her to the same charge that I wouldn't expect her to have. She just got caught because she's a woman and she, she birthed it child and everything and he raised him as his her own his own kid you know so they 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 struggling but they're gonna he say that you know it, it's this was something that now we have to look at our past and see man we this this has affected our future and i thought i was doing my dirt and she thought she was doing her dirt and no consequences brought to that but then even though they're 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 saints now that doesn't even matter. They're saints now, but the mistakes of their past is right here in their face. They can't escape that. My brother. Thank you. Can't escape it. It's part of you. Just be happy if you didn't travel down that road, then I guess you ain't got nothing to worry about. That's right. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. 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 Now, he, he, he says something about Saints, and you said something about you can't escape it. Mm-hmm. Now, there are mistakes that are made that once we confess and repent and acknowledge all that good stuff, that, you know, a clean slate. Yes. And here, here, here's my monkey wrench, close to midnight, but... Are there some mistakes that we make that push us closer to being a saint? Like, are there some mistakes that's like, um, yeah, I need to get right. You know, (laughs) right now I I need to get right with God. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, sir. That's a life-changing event. Yeah. That mistake just is literally has almost took your life where you said, you know what? That is a sign that I need to change. Did I tell you all about why I married my wife and how she saved my life? I think I No. Nope. Nope. Go ahead. She was uh she saved my life because uh uh her and I was uh dating and uh and she wasn't putting out, you know, I, she wasn't giving me none. I was like, Look, you know, she's a good woman good person. I don't know why when it comes down to my turn, she want to hold back and save herself for marriage, and I don't know what's going on. She got two kids already. You know, all this stuff going on in my head. And I was like, well, just let me, just, I just need to test it out one time before I just make a decision. <laughs> but long story short, she let me didn't, put the head didn't, in. Huh? Let me just put the head in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 but, 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 you know, she she wasn't trying to hear that, and and I respected it, but I ain't want I ain't want to seem desperate. So I was talking to other chicks on the side, 
And uh, my man up the street, he was married, and he was going out and going to the club, and he said, hey, you can roll with me. And I went to him, went to uh, Dreams, I think that's the name of it. And I went that's to the name of it. Okay, so they change it every couple of years, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Dreams when I went. Yeah. So yeah. I went up there to I went up there to dreams with him, and he met this girl that he always you know hit off on the side. And I was like, man, that's foul, yo! You 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 smashing this girl on the side of your wife at home, and she nice, but he was doing what he was doing, and then she brought a friend up there, and he said, yeah, I mean, you know, you're going through your little go through with your current situation, so I'm gonna hook you up, man, and and so he said, my girl gonna bring one of her girlfriends, so. She she girl was nice. She was you know making eighty ninety thousand a year. Had her own pad, you know nice nice sister nice sister you know. So um, the following two weeks after that, she had invited me over to her house. Now me and old boy been talking every day. You know ain't nothing ain't no deal. You know I, yeah I'm finna go over there this weekend. She gonna cook me cook me d- dinner and whatever. It's like all right cool man go for it. My wife called me on the day. That um, I was supposed to go over old girl's house because she had a flat tire on the back road, and um, and I was like, oh, man. So I started to just leave her stranded because I, you know, I had a, I had to, I told her I was going, I told the other girl I was going to be over there at a certain time. So I said, let me go on to help this chick, man. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I ain't gonna get nothing, you know. I went over there and I helped her, and then you know she kind of wanted to sit around and talk and talk and talk. That's all she ever wanted to do in my mind at that time, was talk. So that Monday came, and uh, I had been with her the whole weekend, but she just was talking and watching TV and movies and stuff. So Monday morning came, and my man called me at work. He said, hey, yo, you didn't hit it, did you? Did you go over a girl? You didn't hit it, did you? I was like, wow, what's going on, man? He said, you know, because uh, old girl told me she was HIV positive. Oh my goodness. Well I said, When did when did you know that? He said, Well I Ben knew it, but I thought that she was gonna tell you. I said, Dude, I I Yeah, I said, Dude, you you know I was you know I had been talking to her. Me and you had been talking the whole time. He said, I just figured that was something that was like out of my that that wasn't supposed to be something I told you. That was supposed to be something like what she's supposed to tell you, not me. When, I said, when, so why when was she gonna tell you after you hit? No, nah, because I, I, I had called. I had called her after that, and I, I asked her, "What you knew I was coming over there? You knew, you know, what, what you know, you knew how you've been talking to me on the phone." She said, "I wouldn't have did nothing, you know." And she told me her sob story about she meets some guy up here, and he just so happened to have it and gave it to her, and that was her first relationship up here. I, I, okay, I feel sorry for you. I feel bad for you, but but you know why you why you ain't tell me. You know, so I always say my wife saved my life because you know um, that was the reason why. You know, um, I was like, let me really consider this person because she is not she's not giving going back on what she said from the beginning, and and she's solid. And sex is not that important to be dying over. You know, and that was my life point that I'm. I say, you know what? If she made me wait to the to after the wedding day or whatever the case, two three years down the road, you know I'll wait because I mean I don't you never know what's out here because people ain't telling you nothing. And that's no, funny not. that you said that. Thank you for sharing that, Darren, because I literally wrote down on I'm, I'm, I'm in my basement amongst toys and crayons, but I literally wrote down on a scrap sheet of paper how on December the fourth, two thousand twelve, we talked about my mistress's HIV positive. 
Look it up in yep. the archives. It's there. But it, when you started telling the story about how your wife saved your life, I didn't think you were going there. I thought you were tell you know, maybe you you had to go and, and she called you over, the wife your wife now calls you over and you avoided being, you know, caught in the bed and, and her husband came home and or whatever. And, you know, I thought you were going that route. But you went the same route that I wrote on this scrap sheet of paper with a crayon. Wow. In in, in my basement amongst my girls' toys. Because that's that's real talking and, and, and you talk about and going back to my earlier question about when we make mistakes, how that brings us closer to God. Because the one thing about God is that we come through him to through pain or love. It's yeah. one or the other. I came through love. I didn't have much pain in my life. I'm the, I'm the square guy here. I'm the square pig. Tony always talks about it. You know, I don't have much dirt under my fingernails. So I, I came to God <laughs> through love. But other men, maybe it was you, you came through pain. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's oh, yeah. one or the other. And, and just think that contracting HIV, yeah, I, I would think that you would have to, you know, lean, you know, get close, lean on, you know, God through that situation because there's really no way you can function, you know, without. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, so, 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 but, and, and in your situation, you came through, you, you came through love. Maybe you have some pain in your life, but, you know, again, when you, when you turn to God, it's through pain or through love. Period. You can take you can take door number one or door number two. Right, right. Either way you come. Either way, or you you have the option. I don't know if you're coming or not, but you know everybody's <laughs> given the option. Oh, death is the third option, but right. That's why we need this show here because a lot of men don't know that option. They see that fine woman, and a woman ain't giving it to them at home. They going on and take that 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 shot. Yep. And, that and shot, in this area, that shot is, I mean, you know, they might look good, but everything shine ain't gold. That's right. That's right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, and that's fuel. That's fuel for you to live the life that Darren was describing earlier as a married man. And to understand that it is your responsibility if she's crazy if she's unruly mm. if she ain't listening to nobody mm. you know what I mean and she every now and then she'll you know put a little white line up her nose or whatever the case may be because the alternative is so much worse when you mm. roll up with that chick that you don't know where she's at but she got a big booty and then later on you get that phone call when she says I have something I need to tell you. Nobody's trying to hear that call. <laughs> and, you might get, and you might get that phone call while you're sitting on the couch next to your wife watching Family Feud. <laughs> and you got to get up and excuse yourself. Say, hold on a second, this this worked. I got to go take this work call. Right, right. And, that's and then why after I, you I get love the news, that. and then after you get the news, you don't even know how to walk back in and sit on that couch because you're standing there stuck. Like, what did I do? Right. One night. One night. One night. It might not. It it could have been one night, or it could have been an ongoing thing. For some people, it's an ongoing thing. It's an every once a week thing. It's an every lunchtime thing, meeting at the hotel for lunch. Wow. Wow. 
And, that, and that's why that movie Temptation was so powerful to me because that's why I said I liked it because it touched every point in my life and every yes. a lot of points in my wife's life. Yes. You know, and we just we just was like. Wait, I was like, I was like, Tony said this movie was garbage. What's wrong with him? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I didn't say. Never said it was garbage. You misunderstood me. I said the yeah, movie's gonna make you mad. Right. Well, that that that's that's just that's life, though. That movie yeah. it didn't make me mad because that's how life is. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. didn't make me mad either. But I heard even before Tony said it, I heard. It made brothers mad, and it didn't personally. It didn't bother me. It didn't make me mad one iota. And because, like I said earlier, it'll make you mad if you're just a good husband, because that's what the dude was. Well, it, it, good it, you is, know, it, good is okay, but as but I said not, earlier, good is not gonna cut it. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Good right. does cut all it, right. man. I all right, no, Darren, that's okay. That's okay. I want to talk about, and if y'all didn't watch the movie too bad, I told y'all months ago to watch this movie when it yeah, first came out. Yeah. If y'all still ain't watched it too bad, now, yeah. now, now, Rodney, what yeah. did now? What did the what did the husband and what did the husband do wrong? Because you said he was a good husband, but he should have been a great husband. Well, what did he actually do wrong? He did not. Evolve with the relationship. Come on, Rodney. Do better than that, bro. I'm serious. What you talking about, Rodney? I'm, I'm dead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Because, again, listen now. Listen to me now. I know it's late, but he met her when they were children. Yes. And I think that he approached her and he dealt with her on that level. Because if you remember, she had goals, she was ambitious, she had initiative, and he was like, no, baby, you know, uh, you know. It's not time. Right. That's all he said. He didn't say you can't do it. He just said it's not time. Right? So let you tell it. He was stressing, he was flexing his head of household muscle. And she she was going against the grain. And look what happens when she jumped out there and she rushed it. And went against the grain. That's right. Went against the grain. And she rushed it. Was it not right the time to go out that way? No, no, no. What I'm saying is that he didn't evolve with the relationship because, again, I say that as a husband, you have to work on your marriage. And I didn't see him working on his marriage or or doing different things with his wife. To me, it looked pretty stagnant. You know, the level of their – and they they made some – I don't don't think that. You know, they they made some. I mean, inroads. it wasn't like he went having sex with her. You know, it wasn't like he was trying to not make her happy by, oh, okay, I forgot about your birthday because things got taught up, or the second day. I mean, yeah, you know, we gonna make mistakes like that. But then when he tried to clean it up, it wasn't like he didn't try to clean it up and try to sing her a song and and was beating or abusive to her. He was he was really. I mean, you saying good is not good enough, man. But I'm gonna tell it you, wasn't. man. It obviously was good. I'm gonna tell you. No, no, it obviously was because he was in the same place he was when he was with her. But guess what? He had a decent life. He had a wife yep. and kid now. You Star know, life. a lot of times, a lot of times people like, 
uh, mediocre ain't good enough, or I don't want no man to just do it the same way. Well, guess what? You know what? Go out there and, and, and find you better. I mean, I'm looking at it from the perspective of my ex-wife, where she having, she's still not stable enough. She moving in again in three, four months. You know, she 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 had guys. She done been through guys who done beat on her, abused her, and everything else. But guess what? She wanted excitement. She got it because I was too boring. I was too busy. I was so much in school. I was doing all these other. So that 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 movie met me on so many levels. That now, I mean, she's so mad when she saw me, um, when she saw me down in uh, in Georgia, and she saw it on TV. Oh, she went crazy. She did not. She couldn't even look me in the face when she saw me the next day, and I didn't even know why. And I was like, yeah, "Is this a TV interview?" I, I understand where you're coming from, fellas, but I'm just saying that you're not the boring husband. Y'all have but, some excitement in your life. I, I don't think y'all relate to the guy. But you know, I really don't. I think that's what you're missing is that y'all are y'all are not a boring husband. But women can say something different. If you ask each one of our wives, I guarantee it's some. They'll say something different. Yeah, they're gonna say something different. I can say all I want that I ain't boring. I'm I'm a stud muffin. I can say what you're saying, Rodney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what I say is true. You know, I mean, it's true. You know, the guy, the guy, the husband forgot her birthday. That's right. It can happen. We all forget our anniversary. Well, Look, I no, forgot my wife's birthday. Right. I had to buy yeah. her a card I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Not us, but, well, even us. There's some guys on this phone that have forgotten, have been too busy. To, I mean, it's happened. There's commercials about it. People forget the anniversary. Yeah. They forget the. But, again, he did that. That don't make him a bad husband. But once he did that, he was standing in his drawers singing, uh, who right. was it? Uh, That's Otis right. Redding? That's with, right. With the guitar, he serenaded his wife. That's that right. ain't boring. But that was weird. You see what I'm saying? That was I mean, creative. He took, he, know, he took his wife out to dinner, and some guys tried to disrespect his wife, but there was more. They had him outnumbered. He said, come sure. on, honey, we're not going to get into this with, with these guys. Let's go. She was like, right. no, I want to stand here, you know what I mean, You know, and go back and forth right. with the guys. He was like, that's, that's right. not smart, honey. He yeah, did. That's right. he, 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 Head of household safety. He saved both of their lives. You right, know, he exactly. could have been yeah. blocked wild and said, nah, man, I'm going to put somebody in their face and fight with three guys at one time, which is stupid. And got beat down. Yeah, I agree hey. with that. But the hat, the whole serenading thing, if you caught it, that was the the one-trick pony. He always did that. That wasn't, that wasn't anything like, oh, let me, uh, like if I did that, that'd be something like crazy because I ain't never done that before. But it sounded well, like to me that he was like, let me grab okay my hat my guitar and just do the old status quo, same old, same old, to get but my it wife. Must have, there must have been something that made her happy because she accepted it and smiled. And if she didn't, For the moment. you know, like the second For time the around, he said, do I need to give me my guitar? And she was like, man, bump your guitar. <laughs> you know, that was the second and, time. That's when she done and it worked. paid up. And it worked. Not the and second it time it didn't. Temporarily. Not, no, no, no. Okay, so that was okay, a band-aid. I got that. Okay, so 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 let's fast forward this to our marriages. Yes, sir. How many trick ponies do we have? I got a lot. Any what? You got a lot. <laughs> How many trick ponies? So so I got a lot. Now hold on a second. So how many how many different restaurants do our wives see in a month? Zero, baby. How many walks in the parks 
do our wives see in a month? Zero, baby. Zero. <laughs> I told Zero. you I can't be doing no walks. I got three little kids. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, yeah. right. All right. How many how many how many uh 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 trips just to the supermarket do our together do our wives see in a month? Oh, I go with to it the all supermarket, the time. simple stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I go with it all the time. I mean so so we so said he's tired. But but listen, we just threw a whole bunch of things out there that we not even doing. We may have a date night. But how many date nights do we have in a month? For me, it's about once. Once a month? One trick pony. You got one date night once a month. And we talk about this dude, he had a date night. He had a guitar he's playing. You know what I mean? He would call his wife, hey, how you doing? He was there when she got home from work. He said, come on, let's sit down and talk about your date, yada, yada, yada. Are we even doing that? Right, yeah, yeah, we are. When was the last time we said, oh, Honey, how was your day? Let's talk but about what's really going on. But you're talking about, you talking about complacency. When a woman get complacent with her husband, that becomes a more like a drill. Okay, let's go walk in, walk in the park. Oh, you want to go walk in the park again? You know, or let's go do this. Let's go out to date night to a movie and a, and dinner. Oh, which gonna be this time? I hop again. I got a friend who always take his wife to I hop because and and she that's where he about likes it. to eat. Because that's, that's what, what he, he likes to eat. I mean, well, maybe yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it. It is a date night. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, "You take me there because it's cheap." I'm like, "Ain't he taking you somewhere? <laughs> you could be cooking. You know, quick trip. Yeah. You know, I understand. I understand. I understand. But again, but I see, mean, when you when you, you know? when you come up on some something new, the, the excitement in something new is what give make them give up the booty, or excite or or make it us, us give it up. The excitement that is something new now or something different, that's the excitement. It's not that it's better. It's just not that you, you're you used to that. That's something. Yeah, okay. And, All right. Yeah, let, me, All right. Let, me, let me drop, let me drop a monkey question. wrench right Hold on, on Rodney. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to ask another question. Hold on. When was the last time somebody on this phone has been to the spa with their wife? I went Man, last you know how many, you two, weeks, two weeks ago, for, brother. Thank man, you. you go two weeks ago. Check that mark. Check mark. Yeah, yeah. When was the last time somebody went to the salon with their wife? Went to it with To get their nails, nails, and hair done. My wife. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. You all go in there and sit down there with them? <laughs> My wife hey, look, go to the hey, places, hey, so I'm going to give you an X, Darren, for asking that question, X. Okay, when was the last time somebody <laughs> went to the clothing store with their wife while they bought clothes, shoes, clothes, and just sat down. Because, you know, if y'all don't know, there's a chair for men in those stores where mm-hmm. men can go sit down. When was the last time I saw on the phone call sat in that chair? When was the last like, time we had some money to go buy some clothes? <laughs> you got another X mark. I haven't been in a Right minute. there, another X mark. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Give them the family feud eggs. Like, I'm eh. just saying, man. I'm just saying there's so many things that we could be doing. With, with, you know I, what I, mean? I, I feel you, Tony, and I want to drop a monkey wrench right they on what you what said. Saying. Yeah, right on what you said and what Darren was saying, finishing up saying. Okay. Do In a marriage, do we make the mistake on both sides, husband and wife, of having too high expectations? Y'all were talking about I don't boring think, I don't versus think that. exciting and all this stuff. Do you know? Because there is some level of uh, complacency and uh, uh, 
status quo, you know, especially in routine, you know, especially me. I have a routine. You know, I'm, I'm on here Tuesday nights. I usually go to church on Wednesday nights. You know, I go to ballet on Thursday nights. So, I mean, it is some level of, of consistency and complacency in a marriage. So do we make the mistake, do husbands, do wives make the mistakes of setting too high expectations? That's my question. It's not an expectation, Rodney. It's more of, you know, just doing the same thing that gets to them and they like, okay, boring. You know, boring. It's, it gets to that level. It's not really um, – Anything that that that's going to um, that's it, I don't know how to say it. It's not what you're saying. It is. It's just more so of whatever you're doing. I don't care if you're rich. If you're going to the same expensive helicopter ride every night, that's going to be like, oh well, here comes the helicopter ride. Or if you're going out to the the the, the uh, what's that steakhouse, Ruth Chris, every Thursday, it becomes so much of a routine. It's not where it is. It's just a routine of it or going out and doing something different. It's going to be always something else that you can be doing outside of doing what your normal routine is. So, um, but I, I really believe that uh, that that just by my wife uh, or our wives being able to, uh, to to us not doing the same thing or us doing the same thing over and over again, they just become bored with it and become it becomes more aggravating to them, and they don't want to really tell us. And that's when you become having all those problems. So that's why I just say, you know, look, let me rub your feet on Wednesday. Let me take you out here on Thursday. Let me, and you just mix it up. You know, if you just mix it up and just twist it around, and you know, uh, do it with the kids one day, and just say, you know what, let me get a babysitter and let's go. Uh, I took my wife up to the um, what's that hotel on the water down there by the harbor? That National big, Harbor. Oh, the Gaylord. The Gaylord. I took her there oh, one, Lord, you one spent night. Oh, you down there. I know. Yeah, we did a weekend down there, and it was like six hundred a night. And that's night. grown folk money right there. Yeah, that's grown folk money there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, but I had to wait a year. <laughs> I had to wait a year to get up to that point where I I could I could spend that spend for that weekend. You know, so it was. Yeah. I mean, it was it was cool, but it was just expensive. And and I'm like, man, being sporadic ain't cheap. Yeah. But you got to spend. Was some it money. worth it though? Was it worth it? You did that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean. Take your wife down there yeah, one time. Huh? Who are you talking to? Hey, y'all know what I did one time? Y'all know what I did? It cost me maybe 300 It, it didn't even cost that much. I went and booked two tickets on a Friday. It's a Friday night, regular Friday night, on the Spirit of Washington. Or it might have been the Odyssey. It might have cost $40 a piece, or maybe 70 bucks a piece. Then I spent $100 on a hotel down in D.C., and again, it's just a getaway, but it's a it's it's a it's a spur of the moment. Hey, you get off right. work tonight. Come on, I got something for you. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Just little surprise things. Just little. Hey, we're not going we're not going to go to Rita's tonight. I got something. Right. <laughs> right. Talk about it. <laughs> Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So so, you know, I just think that certain times we need to be really creative. Yes, you know, and 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 get outside of our comfort zone, and just do certain things, you know. Yes. Different, you know. Right. I know we have a schedule and we got kids, and again, my life is different than most of the guys in this world because y'all got young kids. Yep. You don't have no you young know. kids. No. He got he got great grandkids. 
don't have yeah, I don't have young kids. That stage is over for me. Right. I can okay. go so out can every night. Your wife week. at home by yourself. Yeah, we got a we got a we got a teenager. I mean, she you know, she on autopilot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she do her own thing. I can't wait. Wow. You know, can't. yeah. So when those days, yeah. So when those days come, but even even you know, guys. I mean, you gotta you gotta find a trusting duty center that'll come over. You know, and and you know, watch the kids on drop of a dime. Yeah, I have that, and she's great. Yeah, yeah then you you got it made. Mm-hmm. So why you only got date night once a month? Cause I be busy, man. I be busy. Here we go. Hmm. <laughs> Here we go. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm getting ready to hit reverse and pull out your driveway, man. I'm <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, sir. Be safe. Don't, don't, you know, be careful of the elements and the deer out there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Listen, we got, uh, I think, 10 minutes left on this call tonight. And I have one more question. That. We kind of got to, but we didn't get to. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I want to bring it out and see what y'all think before we get off this phone call. Well, 18, and here it is. Did your sexual relationship change with your wife after you made the first mistake? Uh, it, it, for a period of time, it did. You know, it don't it don't change for a, a long time. But uh, I think uh, after the mistake of I, I think that uh, one time I had put my wife on a pedestal that I didn't think that she would ever lie to me, and I and I caught her lying to me. It was like a white. Well, she called it a white. Yeah, lie. A white lie. But that was a lie. That was a full blown lie to me. You know? <laughs> so, I love so, uh, it. But um but but it, it changed to me because I put her on a pedal stool to not do that because, you know, that's something I just dreaded in my ex. Don't ever lie to me. You ain't got ever got no reason to lie to me. And she lied because some some simple. I think I asked her about I think I, well, she spent too much at the grocery store. That's what happened. I, she asked me how much to spend. I told her a hundred dollars. She ended up spending three thirty. I think I told y'all about that. Yeah, three hundred thirty dollars. And uh, and I just I said, why would you lie and say you know? And I just it just kind of blew my top a little bit. But that that kind of changed my relationship because now I don't trust her to go to the grocery store. You don't lie. You don't respect me. You know, I just took it to heart. <laughs> You, know, you asked me to spend how much to spend. I told you a hundred dollars. Then you go spend three hundred and thirty. You know what do you do that for? You, you mean you against me? You trying to hurt me? You know what, what's going on here? But my relation, my the the, the I didn't want to have sex with it that night at all, or that weekend, matter of fact. But after about four or five days of being mad, then you know balls yeah, start over that. Yeah, <laughs> everything started to regroup, rebuild, and re- reboot. <laughs> yeah. So about four days later, I was like, you know, it's just money. <laughs> yeah. There ain't nothing but a little money. No doubt. So I get paid in no two doubt, days. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Host, but that, that question kind of, um, I missed it. 
it actually just hit me as as he was answering it, but that's kind of deep. You know, that is kind of deep. I've <clears throat> been thinking about when everything's going hunky-dory, and then you make that first mistake. And then it's like, hmm. I've got to think back way more than others, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Sheets go cold over that one mistake. Is that when when we talked about it where, you know, you went all the way around the room, you was all over the place in the house, and all of a sudden it's just a bed, and then it's just there. Make sure the pillows are fluffed. <laughs> Is it based off a mistake you made early? That that don't that don't last for a long time. Well, I, well it, it, not for me. It depends on what it is. Well, if you cheat, you got you got you got a ways. But if you didn't cheat, if it's something simple from a man's point of view, like a lie. No, I'm was, talking about her bigger. from her point of view. Yeah, from her point of view. Oh yeah, yeah, you might wait. You might be a few weeks. Oh yeah, absolutely easy. Mm-hmm. easy. They hold on to grudges. They they you they do grudges. the difference after you make a mistake, can't you? That you know, you know, she's gonna get some. I think you can tell a mistake. You, you can know, tell the difference mistake, in the level of intimacy. You, uh, but it's just not the same. You mean the level of intimacy is different. That's right. Yeah. Level of intimacy. Mm. Well, like does the level of intimacy change after she gained weight? Uh, and that's a mistake. It can. It depends on the man. Depends on the man. So if the woman is overweight, it's, it's no care in that. It depends on the man. Okay. You know, especially, I mean, because when you say overweight, I mean, that, that that can mean a lot of different things. That can mean 180 pounds. I'm talking about when, when you when you waving and meat flying everywhere or when you. Oh, Lord. I mean. You know, when you. Oh, when, no, no. Yeah, when no. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm talking about that kind of overweight. Oh, you know? yeah. that's You mean obese. Yeah. Right. Okay. You can, yeah. you can dress it up all you want, but <laughs> yeah, because I mean, dope. you look at the standards for for humans, especially women. I mean, it's it's like they should be two. Okay, Rodney, you weigh you weigh you weigh a few pounds, and it, let's say if your wife, I never met your wife, I don't know your wife, but let's mm-hmm. just say she just gained a hundred pounds more than what she is now. Yeah, that'd be a lot. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so and if she chooses not to correct the problem and try to work it out or work on the problem, what would be you know as far as your sexual your sex life or your 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 kindness towards her or not? What what would change? Um, honestly, I would probably divorce her. Really? No, I'm kidding. I was just making sure y'all still awake. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, but on real talk, real talk. I know we got a few minutes. Um, we got a few minutes left. But real talk, um, I would, I would absolutely be, you know, a little bit miffed and, uh, you know, uh, dejected. Um, however, you know, I would not divorce her. That's just out of the question. I'm in it for the long haul. Whether she's her weight now or 100 or 200 pounds over. Um, and in you know would in in the case of what happens all the time is if or, or sometimes is if she has a health issue that makes her you know not you know be able to regulate her weight but either way you know i would i would not absolutely not divorce her that was a joke we, we talking about that sex, clear. but sure i mean i'm gonna get it in i'm gonna get it in brother i'm gonna still get it in so 
if you got to move her stomach out the way and all of that other stuff, then you'll be all right with that. I wouldn't be all right with it, but I'll make it work. And, um, you know, I would try to... Yeah, I would try to help her, you know, get the weight down or, or do whatever, but I'm a, I wouldn't hold out, you know, like, mm, you're too big. Mm-mm, I don't want any. No. But I'm just saying happen. to some men, that's a, that's a, that's a distraction. It is. It's unattractive. But, I mean, to me, I, to, 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 to rebut that, I have three kids with this woman and 18 years of history. So I can't just, I mean, I have a lot of, it's, it's a lot of other stuff in there where I just can't be like, you know. But no. unattractive is unattractive. You know, it just, I mean, I mean, not a, unattractive to your eye, it's unattractive to your eye. So you can't, I don't know if a person can just adjust or readjust and say, you know what, I used to didn't like fat people, but since you weigh 300 pounds, I love them. It just won't come on like that. How do you know? Uh, well, I wouldn't think. I, I just I, I don't, think that I don't. you got. I think again. I'm talking about looking past that, and you yeah, can't I look mean, past 300 pounds, Rodney. I don't know about. <laughs> but you look past that because of the Darren Beauty is on the inside, brother. You yes, it is. That, you know, I mean, you, you, you <laughs> look past that because a lot of us <laughs> have big mama in our family, and and probably pops was there all the time. You know, I mean, we can say it until we live it, but yeah. not everybody's going to be 100% in shape. Oh, of course not. Not not 100%, but don't be just, you know, I think <laughs> that might be my next question, that question of the week, because, you know, <laughs> obesity is a, is, a, is a huge problem for certain people. And if you if you're talking about the way you used to make love to your wife and she used to get on you and do all these tricks and everything, now she get on you. It's like you got to concentrate on breathing by concentrating <laughs> on your business, and that's kind of it, it would leave an uh, unattractive spot in your heart to to say you know we can't do it like and all these adjustments you have to make. It's just it, it just might not be. I saw you. You know. I don't know how to put it. It just uh, that's a question I throw out to my audience uh, on, on my on my page tonight. <laughs> good words. Yeah, good words. Fellas, we got uh, three minutes left. Three minutes left. Was it anything from the chat line, chat room? There's nothing from the chat room tonight. Okay. I would have snuck something in there. Yeah, the but chat room is listen good. only unless they have an account. So ain't 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 too much going on out there. Okay. Fellas, I just want to say uh great call. Yes, sir. Great call, yes, great sir. call, great call. Yes, sir. Uh, well, there was few of us tonight. I think we got through all the topics that we needed to talk about when it came to mistakes in marriage. Oh yeah. There was a lot of deep conversation going on there. So uh, I really do appreciate it. We got next week. Big Rodney's up. What we got Am I up? next I thought, week? I thought Tony was up next week. No, that'd be you, brother. <laughs> you cleared that up quick. <laughs> that'd be you. <laughs> no, real talk, uh next week the missing mom is different. That you hear a lot about deadbeat dads, and I'm gonna talk about these raggedy moms who are missing hey, in action. Man, that's my topic reason. right there. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the missing mom. That's your yeah. song. 
Is that your song, Darren? That's, <laughs> That's my, my song, song right there, bro. <laughs> Man, I got to go next for it. week. Man, yeah. ooh, I can't tell you. I can't wait to tell you all about this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we'll be here next week. You tell us all about it because we're going to talk yeah, about right. it. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah. That'll work. You've been listening to the virtual talk show for married men on Blog Talk Radio. Again, you can always go to our website at www.householdstress.com. You can listen to this. You can listen to this. Uh, this show again, or you can listen to any other shows that we have. Uh, please do comment. Let us know how what you think about it. And um, you always uh, welcome to join us for next week. We come on every Tuesday night at nine thirty, and we rock and roll till the lady shuts us down at nine at twelve thirty. So. Uh, With that being said, we'll see you next week. Fellas, I believe it's time to end the episode. Yes, sir. Good real. words, man. Yes, sir. Well, I'll let y'all next week. Later on, peace. All right. Peace. All right. All right. Later on. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.